Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Average Joe's Podcast. This is Tim. Josh and his family are on vacation this week, so Dale and I will be holding down the mics till he comes back. Um, we hope him and his family have a great time, but uh, this episode, we're going to talk about uh, this past week's races, um, possibly doing some gas and go, right, Dale? Yeah, we got some hit in the pits. We're going to hit some pits. Um, but uh, first, we actually have a couple of guests on today, which we're very excited to have this week. I said guests, multiple. We have two. So um, our first guest is a return guest. We had so much fun with last time. Uh, we had to have on Speak for again yourself. a friend from the Asphalt Modifieds, Mr. Brandon Ultra. Thanks for having <laughs> me back, guys. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And our uh, our second guest is a first timer. Hopefully, he comes back on again after dealing with Brandon. Um, the reigning four cylinder champion at the Evergreen Waste Raceway. Waceway. Waceway. Also, Brandon's a longtime crew member and spotter. The one and only. Mr. J. Connor. What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely, man. So uh, we're going to let Dale take care of this part. Um, Dale, what do you uh, want to start off at? Well, I think we should start off with uh, recapping the race that we uh, talked about last time Brandon was on. And so, Brandon, um, you had a little interesting heat race there. You know, first thing you brought up on, well, not the first thing, but one of the things you mentioned was that you never missed a feature event. And then uh, tell us about that little run-in in almost did. the first uh, heat race. Yeah, I definitely almost jinxed myself. Um, if y'all didn't listen to the last episode that I was on, I made a comment and said that I never had to get sent home. Um, never qualified for I never not qualified for a race. Um, well, in the heat race, I was running second on lap two and was passing a friend of mine for the lead. And we got into each other and I cut a right front tire, bent the wheel. Uh, spent the tie rod and had to come in and work my way from the back and did not make the race on the heat race. So I had to run a last chance race, uh, which we call a consolation race or a consi. And fortunately, um, we did have a really, really good car and I was able to win that consolation race and make it into the 75. Where did you start on that one? Uh, second. 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 But now, in the heat race, though, after the wreck and, you know, going back to the back, you got up to, what, sixth? I got up to sixth, Fifth yeah. was the qualification, right? Right. So, you are close. Yeah, the right front tire we put on after I cut that tire just didn't uh, match up well with the set of tires that we had on. And um, I just had too much stagger, and uh, the car was just super loose right from the get-go. And uh, I just couldn't make any moves. So... Jay, were you in the pits when that happened, or were you like on the, wherever the spotters spot are? I was in the heat race. I was on the back stretch okay. uh, because our classes were running back to back. Yeah, um, you can't be too far away. I wasn't able to run over to the front right. stretch, so I was on the little stands in the back stretch. Right, um, had a good view of his uh, attempted pass there. <laughs> run the in, went down. run now, in. Now, can you guys explain? Because I've had a couple people ask me about it. What are the heats? I I understand what they are. But what, what are the actual heats? What are they for? What's the reasoning? So the way it's set up right now is when you come in and register your car uh, for your class, they'll have a bag with 100 chips in it. 
and every poker chip has a number written on it. So um, you draw your chip on registration, uh, you know, whatever. I think this past time I drew a 13. Um, and then they, they form all the drivers in your class on a list based on those numbers of where you pull. And then they set up your heat races based on those numbers. Right. So a 13 got me starting in third, I think, this past time. And, uh, you know, if you draw a 90 or something, you're probably going to start in the back. Um, so the heat races set up your feature starting position normally. Um, there are some tracks that go into, if you're a weekly competitor, they, they go into a handicap procedure after a few race where basically the, the better you run, they handicap your start farther, farther back, back so that you have to come right. through the field more often. Right. But uh, as of right now, and I think this whole year, they're not going to use handicap right. uh, where they did so in the far. past. So Because of the pandemic and getting a late start and all that. Right. Mm. So as of now, your heat races are, are basically qualifying races um, where they, you know, I, I won my first heat and that put me on the pole for the feature. Right. So, so if you, if you would win the second heat, you would start second in the feature. If you'd win the third heat, you'd start third in the feature and then second, 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 third, third, third. Right. And they fill in the feature that gotcha. way. Right. So then with the consolation race. Um, so in that situation, we had uh, three heat races and the top five, in each of those heat races qualified for the feature. So that's 15 cars. And then the remaining cars went to the consolation race for the remaining five positions. Um, I won that consolation race. So I started 16th in the right. feature. Now, now, how many actually went home? Seven, I think. Yeah, I think there seven, seven or eight. There was one that w- one that broke throughout the day or got crashed throughout the day. And then I think seven went yeah, home. Yeah, we had uh, 27. I yeah. Guess. Yeah, 27 yeah, they cars. said there was... I thought I heard him say 20, 25 or thirty cars. Um, well, modified. I remember reading it was like twenty nine at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. I okay. mean, some people okay. m- like, might not have showed up. There was a guy in a practice that actually blew up or blew a transmission okay. or yeah. something, and he went home early. Right. But uh, so you finished, Brandon. You finished. You started sixteenth in the in the seventy five lapper. Uh, you finished fourteenth, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Fourteenth. Um. There was only a few cautions during the race. Um, yeah, that was, yeah that, was a, that was a really fast race. Yeah, in the beginning, we uh, you know, we just tried to be patient, just wait in the back. Normally at that track, there's a lot of wrecks. Um, there's a lot of cautions, and it's kind of like just a race of survival at that point. Um, yeah, you kind of so, sit in the back and wait. And normally I don't. <laughs> yeah. But, but in, at that I that day I did, because uh, I don't want to tear my equipment up. Um but when you came up to talk to us, you even said that. You're like, yeah, there's going to be lots of cautions. Yeah, I'm going to wait it out. kind of wait it out and just ride right. my time and avoid those cautions. And I'm sitting there waiting. I'm like, well, 50 laps in, there's not a caution. Yeah, where's <laughs> no caution. caution. Let's go. Yeah, and that wasn't the case, um, which was sucked for me because I'm so out of shape and not in racing form at all. Um, and yes, people, you do have to be hydrated and be in race form, which um, well, yeah. I don't hydrate that well. <laughs> I mean, Jay was just telling me. Uh, that this the one that we were at, Jay, right? Uh, the first one that he I drank drank up. two gallons of water over and he's still yeah, over two gallon of water that first day, and you still uh, about lost a gallon and pounds. a half the day before, two gallon of water during race day, and lost about eight to nine pounds. That's insane. Yeah, I lost yeah. eight on my day. Well, too. you look good. <laughs> <laughs> so, in other words, you're telling me I should be a race car driver? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can get into that um, if you want. Hey, Jimmy Spencer did it. Yeah, you just right. got to lay off the Middlesworth chips and all that stuff. So, Definitely not those kettle-cooked ones. <laughs> so my biggest thing is I uh, when we were up there, because we, we were obviously up there just, uh, two weeks ago to watch this, 
and uh, so I brought a scanner with me because I saw on Facebook that you can have a frequency. And it just so happens I tuned into Jay's race. Oh, okay. And I, I was in yours. I listened to yours too. Uh, he, yes. I heard him yell at you a couple times. Be you smart. About keep your bomb. head. Dive bomb. Oh, you, you talk about Jay. Yeah, but I heard you. I heard. Oh, you had your. I had the whole frequency for the whole. For you had our. Race. You had our race radio frequency. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not so. not your individual ones. The tower. He, the he was tower. The tower. Oh. The tower. Oh. Yeah. I got yelled at. Yeah. For yeah. what? Dive bombing. Um, dive bombing. What? Yeah. Yeah. In the feature? I'm watching the no. restart. Was it the feature? Oh no! It was probably in the heat race. It was the. Heat I think race. it was the heat race. No, no, it wasn't the heat race. It was the consolation. Come to the first screen. They said nine. Don't jump to start. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah, they yelled nine. I don't actually... jump to start. Don't jump to start. Brandon, keep your head. <laughs> it's funny because I actually said to Jay, I thought that I jumped to start in the last time, and I was going to get called back. Well, they also come into the green, say that it's in the, the leader's hands. Right. So as they're going on, they're like, you know, start, well, yeah. starts yeah. on you. It's supposed starts to at be, the cone. It's supposed to be at the cone, mm-hmm. but they also say you know starts on you. Leaders leader starts it. So. Yeah, which now, that's, that was one thing I wanted to bring up. That guy's on from the tower saying, you know, nine start at the cone, nine start at the cone, right. on you, on you. Right. Well, why? Everybody hears that. Why right. do you want them to know they when just, you're going to start? Right. They want it to be because there. As I don't even know if you possible. noticed, there used to be. Well, there still is. There's two lines there, and they're separated by, let's say, uh, thirty yards. 40 yards ish probably and you used yeah. to, they, it was a restart box just like yeah, a NASCAR exactly. and you were allowed to restart in that box well for whatever stupid reason they decide they want to put these cones up and I know Tommy's going to listen to this and I'm sorry but <laughs> they want to start on this cone which back in the old days um, you know back in the 90s and stuff I can remember going to Evergreen and there should actually be a, a cone there and then a flagger that would actually stand right next mm-hmm. to the track. Yeah, yeah, really. With a flag, like like closed flag. Right. And and would like say, okay, ready, 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 and then smack the flag down and, and say, go. You know, and wow. And and at that point, they would go. Yeah. And, and I get that. You know, it's it, but it's nice though because it does keep the field, um, all in a nice Even. steady flow. You know, right. motion and, and right. there's no bottlenecking or, or not bottlenecking, but uh. Uh, like accordion, rat, accordion, yeah, effect. accordion effect, right? And I get that, but when you have an idiots in the front, yep. you know that that like to play games and mess around, you're still gonna have that accordion effect. And we had that a lot in yeah. the feature, and it had nothing to do with the cone. It's just because the assholes who were up front. Um, so when I was running the concy, yeah, the cone was there, but I didn't feel like shifting, you know, because that jacks the field up and gives an accordion effect. And you end up going home with a wrecked race car, which I have twice in two years right. because of assholes starting playing games and stuff. Right. So my thought was, well, maybe a car length before the cone. I'm just going to nice and easy just bring it up to speed. Right. And guess what? We didn't have any problems. I watched the video. It was great starts. Yeah. And I'm not saying <laughs> that he was yelling at me or anything you know, like that or anything. But, you know, that's my logic when you're out front. And uh, I knew I know we have a good motor. And I was able to pull them on the starts. Right. But, um, yeah, but that's the whole reason for the, the cone deal and stuff, which it's okay. It just, um, it does prevent a lot of wrecks, and I'm okay with it because. Yeah, well, that's it, good. Yeah, because I had two clips because of that You're restart zone. Spending a lot of money on these cars, so. Yeah, my car got destroyed twice in the last two years because yeah. of the restart zone. So, you know what? I'm okay with the cone, but you just can't have idiots in the front right. playing games, you know, right. messing around. Yeah. And if you noticed at the end of that mod race, the last. 30 laps or so, <clears throat> there was a lot of games on them restarts. There were. Oh, yeah. There was a lot was of yeah. jackrabbit starts. There was yep. a lot of leading the field really fast and then bringing them down slow and yep. getting out front. They could never get the, the field back together for a clean restart right. because the people in the first two rows are known for playing those games right. and getting, yeah. getting an advantage yeah. on the restart. Okay. 
No, there was also one guy too, and I don't think it was in the feature. I think it was in the consolation, the last chance race, that uh, got parked for spinning three times. <laughs> or, or there was a guy that got parked for spinning. Yeah, I think it was like the. Well, I, the I don't know because finally I was out yeah, front true, and I true, didn't true. see what the hell was going on. Um, behind me. I know the one guy got parked for retaliating against that. Uh, there was a lap car. I don't even know if he was yeah. lapped yet, but no, he, he wasn't. He. Uh, thought that I mean, he got the shitty end of a stick there and and i don't even remember what number it was but he came up and bounced off of the 21 yeah, the, and the put six, him in the wall yeah, the 16, 16 collins win, out right? of uh, jersey came up and was pretty upset that he got spun and he came up and retaliated and put the 21 in the wall yeah i remember them right parking under caution oh yeah 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 under caution it, yeah. i remember him getting parked i don't remember somebody getting parked maybe, spinning well it was him that i was thinking about getting parked because i know he spun a couple times yeah and then that third time he was it must have been under the caution where was it on the end of the front stretch yep, by like, yep, the pit? Yeah, yep. we couldn't see that area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we you guys couldn't see turn one. So I gotcha. thought I thought he spun again or something, and then that's when no. We... He came up and put him in the wall under caution, yeah. and they parked him. Um, ripped, I, the, yeah. ripped the right front off the twenty-one. And I do <laughs> remember hearing on the radio, uh, "16, do not leave your pits." Oh yeah, yeah. Like you and your crew <laughs> do not leave the pits. Yep. If I have to come down there, beep, 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 beep. Yep. And that I'm was like, oh that was our race. That was our race director, Tom. No. I don't, I can't hear Tom, uh, myself, the, the scanner. Yeah. The way we have our radio set up is my spotter, Jay, he hears the race director. Okay. Right. So I can't hear him. So then Jay relays the message to me. Okay. And I like it that way because that way I, I don't have other noise yeah, in my 9, ear. Yeah, 9,000 things going through your head. Right. You know, and, and this way Jay can, he, he can speak spot me right and, exactly and, and i don't hear the, the nonsense right and not that what he has to say is nonsense it's just it's it's extra stuff in my head that i don't want right. to hear and, well, I, that, right. and it'll, I mean, it'll distract me jake right. could be trying to tell you something at the same time that he's talking and it happens a lot exactly yeah. and i can hear him sometimes hesitate telling me things because he's, he's getting information in his head yeah but jay does a really good job of relaying that stuff to me right but I, but at the same time you know nothing personal but i don't want to hear Hey nine, watch the start. Don't yeah, watch the start. Don't you know, jump. It's like, and then that's any racer is gonna. It, you, you get to filter out a lot of crap. You know, like right. if if he did if he did lead the start by a little bit, and they're say they're bitching a little bit on the radio, I'm yeah. not gonna tell him that. You know, well, I'd, yeah. I'd rather him take that five foot on the start again than lay back and get right. run over or something. So, or, or he can pat it for me, and he could talk to me in a way that I won't freak out. <laughs> hey, hey, don't jump. You know, don't. Press the gas to go, you know, something, you know, whatever. But hey, dip should I, go a little yeah, later. Hey, hey idiot. <laughs> but uh, Jay does a really good job. I want to touch of... on that because, you know, we're on the modifieds and, and Jay's your spotter. Um, how difficult is it to actually spot for a, a short track? Like, I mean, that's a short track. Uh, honestly, and uh, you have to. He would, he would know what I'm, Brandon would know what I'm talking about uh, as far as things slowing down. Um, last year when I did it, it, Things were happening fast in my yeah. he- in my head, mm-hmm. and I felt like I, uh, you know, stumbled on my words sometimes, and and wouldn't, right. uh, not necessarily wouldn't clear him quick enough, but wasn't seeing the whole picture, and right. you're trying to keep an eye on him and not looking ahead and stuff like that. Um, then uh, we raced in January that I, I think we'll get into in South Carolina, yes, we will. and that was a bigger track um, than Evergreen mm-hmm. at uh, Dillon, South Carolina, and with the street stock down there. Things were slowed down, so you got to pay attention to, to more stuff going on. Right. And it was easier to relay more information mm-hmm. as it was going on. And then for whatever reason, up Evergreen this time, it was like uh, 
when you're driving after a while, when the excitement goes away, you start to pay attention to a lot of other things. And for Everything some reason, kind of slows down. For some reason, this time it slowed down. I was able to and give, I, a, give a lot more information as far as like what's going on behind them, what's going on in front of them. And right. like, I just found myself talking clearer and seeing more and of what's going on. I don't want to cut right. you off, but he did. And I said, told him a few times, he did an excellent job. Right. Um, that was definitely one of the best. And nothing against my father. My father used to be my spotter and he used to do a great job. Um, but Jay, Jay did an excellent job. It's one of the best races that I had uh, you know, spotted for me. And he's right. I, I, I literally think when you're spotting, it's just like when you're driving, when you start driving a modified and you're going out the first couple of times, you're like, holy shit, like this is fast. Like, oh my gosh. And the next thing you know, after racing a couple of races and being out there making laps, everything kind of slows down. Like the anxiety goes away and you're not, yeah. you're not, yeah. t- there's no tunnel vision. Like right. You start seeing everything else going on around you. Yep. Right. And right. you're able to kind of like, you know, do the, do, do the, uh, iguana eyes and right. watch, <laughs> watch me and watch what's going on in front of me at the same time. Right. So you, um, I was, I was going to say, uh, how fast are you actually going in the modifieds? Uh, average laps around 90, 92. Oh, yeah. Okay. So okay, probably yeah. about 105, 110 on the straight and, you know, probably down Ooh, into Jesus. the seventies in the corner. Holy hell. Yeah, it's cool. That's awesome. <laughs> That's great. So it's, uh, uh, it's the four a, cylinders, what does that hit? Uh, about 70, 72 at still the end fast, of the straight. Man. And we That's carry, we only slow down to about 65 in the corner. You know, we don't have a lot of power. So um, we don't speed up much on the straightaways. We right. we carry a lot of speed through the corner. And a lot so of roll momentum. You're running, yeah. Are you running an automatic now? No, I, I are converted you, are you, last year to a five-speed. Okay, to yep. a five-speed. Well, that's cool. Because I know, I remember, I think you were talking to my gearhead wife yes about <laughs> yes trying to snake some hondas off me mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen yeah the, take actually it. take it thing. please take the, it. Uh, <laughs> the automatic once we were rolling worked really well it was geared perfect for the place mm-hmm. um it's just on the restart it was a slug and uh i didn't clear up all of that with the five speed because i found a gear combination that kind of mimicked uh the second gear of the automatic so that it was the same like uh final ratio right um if somebody has a really slow start, I could use first and shift, mm-hmm. um, but just there's a lot less rotating weight. So the, the five speed still comes up quicker, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm still getting pushed pretty heavy on the start. Now, this, this also goes back to me saying that racing is not a dumb hillbilly sport. No, it's not. <laughs> there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah, well, there's a yeah, ton. Absolutely. There's a ton. I mean, the cool thing is to for us, like, we made a day of it. I mean, you guys, this is, that was your... You know your lifestyle is okay. Sunday, it's our Sunday race. The summers. Yep. Ours is hey, let's uh, let's come up and go watch them guys race and have a fun time. And you know we want to see his win. We want to see his do good. You know top five wins because you know since we watch NASCAR and a bunch of racing, you know we know it's not always about winning; it's about placement. But right. in your situation, you want to be there. You want to finish. You want to finish first all right. the time. I was just happy with and going back. You know I started sixteenth, finished fourteenth. Um, we didn't have a lot of cautions. We talked about that. And the set of tires that we put on the car, the stagger just never came in right. Um, and I was just too free the whole time. And with not having the cautions, I wasn't yeah. able to come in. And we weren't able to right. adjust um, to, to correct that. Right. Um, we started through there at the end with like 10 or 12 laps to go. And we started when we bunched back up. I was able to keep up and, and make a pass or two there at the end. But um, it just staggered. The tires yeah. just I mean, never we were screaming for, for you. We were, if, yeah. if you but, could hear us from the hill, we yeah, were screaming. I but we, the good thing was, is it, for me, it was like a win, though, because I haven't yeah. raced in eight months yeah, uh, yeah. in the modified. Car came home in one piece. Yep. And the bumper, I'm in one piece. It was a good day. We had Absolutely. a good time. All of our cars were in one piece. Yeah. 
Yeah, when I remember you told the, us one time you were going by on the straightaway near the end of the race. We could see a motion that you're ready for a beer. Oh, uh, did you oh, see yeah. it? I was yeah, wondering yeah. if y'all Mike saw brought that. it. Up. Mike brought it up. He yeah. brought it up. He's like, every time he's gone by the last three laps, he's been like. Yeah, I literally, it was like, I don't know, was it was like maybe lap 45 or yeah, something like that. There was like 30 laps to go. Yeah, you're almost I, done. I said on the radio to Jay, I go, man, I said, I could use a beer right now. This is exhausting. Now, <laughs> the, the is there a chance that I can get on your personal? Yeah. Yeah, you, we, we, do that? we have frequencies. So yeah. if, oh, you, do you, if really? you have a scanner, I do. as long as it'll go up into the four sixties. Oh yeah, um, well you're well the whole the uh tower is four sixty seven point something. Yeah, I think five, I think five, our radio is in the four sixty twos. Yeah, we're so around. You'd, you'd be able oh, to get okay. on one. Yep. Well yeah, yeah next time us. I go up to, I'll I'll get a hold of you. Oh you'll get like a, to... you'll get a kick out of that. Maybe I'll maybe I'll talk on it. It was pretty tame last time. We were it's a two way. Yeah, this was a very calm race for what it usually is. I have a two way uh uh, scanner, so I can talk back. If yeah, I we don't, to. yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't. I'm just that. gonna, I'm, I'm gonna annoy <laughs> yeah, the yeah. hell out of yeah, you. Please don't. There's hey, a... Brandon, turn right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Jay did that to me once. But remember? Oh yeah, yeah, with yeah, the, the one car slam off of someone. Yeah, he uh, he was being a real jerk and uh, don't die by. Wait, anybody. was that the same one car that you got into the? That's, that's the no. That's, that's my buddy the Bobby. picture. The picture of him spinning a car with the middle finger up. I don't know if you've seen that one. I didn't. Um, oh man, we we, gotta, we have to put we had this a, we had after a, this conversation. We have to put this on the average Joe's Facebook page. Yeah, um, we had a few years of uh, not a lot of run-ins. Well, I guess run-ins, but rough, run-ins. rough racing around a certain uh, car. So finally, uh, he had enough of it at Evergreen and uh, punted him going off into one and sent him around. And uh, the guy didn't get into the wall; he just turned him. Right. And as the car is spinning in front of the GoPro in the car. Brandon's giving him the bird <laughs> and there's smoke rolling yep. off the car that he spun. And then at the end of that, the car he spun came up, was coming up on his outside to, I don't know if he was going to door him or hit him or something, but he was coming up to show his displeasure. He didn't see it, but I'm like, <laughs> turn right, right now, turn right. And he hung a right and bounced it off, off this kid's door. And hey, sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's worth, it's worth it. Sometimes it's got to be worth it. Oh, we had a plenty of sometimes it's worth it moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but now we'll, uh, we stroked his ego. <laughs> let's uh, start let's talk talking. To the yeah, let's start yeah, talking. Let's start talking about the talk four-cylinder champ. champ of 2019. Yes, sir. Woo-hoo! So, that was now, how do you? Well, you know what? Just how did you get into the sport? Um, pretty, yeah, pretty much. How much? How did you get into the sport? How'd you like it? That's Brandon. How'd you like it? Um. So to start, basically, it, it all came from my dad. Um, you know, I, I lived with him uh, growing up. Uh, parents were divorced, and uh, he's a motorhead. He has a ton of cars and always been around, you know, motors. Well, not necessarily motorsports, but cars and, and classic cars and uh, mechanical work and stuff. So, um, you know, at a young age, I, th- I want to say it was um, 1988, I think, Uh not the first Pocono race, but the second Pocono race after Bobby Allison got hurt up there. Um, Bobby Allison, I think the first one got T-boned by Giacomo Giacomo in the tunnel turn and it ended his career. And uh, All right, just for the record, <laughs> I wasn't even born yet. Yeah, All right? so I had another year I until believe, I was born. I believe he also ran IndyCars. I don't remember the whole history on him. What was but his, his name? Giacomo Giacomo. I couldn't, uh, even, I couldn't even say it normal. Tim, you got like this guy up on Giacomo? that re- racing, racing reference. Yeah, so if you could spell it. Um, Bobby Allison, in the first race, Bobby Allison got turned in the tunnel turn and got T-boned, and it basically ended his career. It was the last time he ran. So I I believe that the second race was the first time I went there. So I would have been 
five. Um, so my dad started taking me to races early. Um, you know, I was a fan as a kid, uh, consistently went to Pocono, ended up later on in life getting, uh, him and my uncle bought a motorhome. We would travel to races. Um, we did bus trips to races, been to like cup, like cup, yeah. NAS okay. NASCAR okay. races. Yep. Okay. Um, been to a majority of the tracks on the East coast, uh, Martinsville, awesome. Dover, awesome. Richmond, Pocono. Uh, and then later on we went to New Hampshire with Brandon and stuff. And you're been you know, Glen um, or no? What's that? You've been to the Glen or no? I have not. No. I've seen it, but oh, not yeah. for a race. Okay. Um, so as a kid growing up, we, you know, we're just fans basically going to races, watching on TV and stuff. And then in 1995, uh, the owners of a local ATV place decided that they were going to build a pro stock stock car for Evergreen. Um, recently, be right before that, uh, my dad and my uncle bought two ATVs from these guys and struck up a friendship with them. And when they decided to build this car, uh, my dad offered up his welding services skills whatever yeah. you want to call them to uh building the car so he basically welded the they built a uh pro stock car which is similar to a street stock uh wider tires little different weight setup and stuff mm -hmm. um it's a mid 80s uh gm chassis um and then built it from scratch so he did all the welding on it and i think it was like every wednesday night it, through the whole winter you know I, I was up there with him in the garage and um watching them put this car together. And so that was my, that was my first exposure to in-person racing. Yeah. So come spring, they got the car together and, uh, it was a fast piece, really cool looking piece. It's still up there every once in a while as a yellow number 67. Um, and, uh, just kind of fell in love with it. So from that point on, uh, the owner of that car didn't finish the season. He had one feature went up there. Uh, he didn't finish the season because of, uh, health reasons. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we, moved on to help one of his friends that we struck up a friendship with and then helped another friend. And nice. about after that, uh, little run in the late nineties, uh, my dad didn't go back up, but then I found friends that had race cars. So uh -huh. I'm like, you That's know, it happened. 2001, 2002, um, a friend of mine's, uh, brother-in-law had a car, started going up with him, uh, went to Oswego with street socks. And how was that? Oswego. Oswego. Oh, it's awesome. Is it? I think it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd like to make a lap or two around it at yeah, some point. Yeah, I love Oswego. Oswego's great. Um, very fast, a lot of momentum, no straightaways really, um, and there's a lot of steel plating around the place for walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They call it the steel palace. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah. But uh, so from that point on, it was, you know, I found my own way into helping people, and then when... Uh, I went to, I, I lived with Brandon's brother in college when mm -hmm. he was running some mechanics races for his cousin. And uh, when he decided to do his own thing, I started popping back up at the track and helping him. So it just kind of snowballed from there. So your first, uh, do you remember your first race? First time getting Driving? in a car? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It Where was, were you? Uh, enduro, 2016 right? in an enduro car. Uh, I How started, was that? So what's an enduro car, first off? Oh, yeah. It's basically, they call them gut and goes. It's basically just a, it's a street car. Um, mm -hmm. You, everything that's plastic or flammable inside the car, you take out. Uh, you got to have a race seat and you have to have basically one tubular hoop above your head uh, okay. that's supported. Just a and, roll cage. Uh, not even a full cage. No. Nothing in the doors. Oh, wow. Um, it's the halo above your it's head. It's just the hoop behind your head in case it goes over. Oh. Uh, we left the windshield and everything in it, just took the dash out and all that stuff. And, um, it's usually as long as nobody gets hit or hurt, it's no cautions, uh, hundred laps, 
just oh, wow. white knuckle free for all. And I believe that first race they started sixty some cars. I think. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. It was a lot. <laughs> so how yeah, big's the track? Third mile. It was Evergreen. Oh, it was at Evergreen. Yeah, I started I you're on a different track. I started last of like sixty seven or sixty five cars. And uh, no, what'd you finish? Twelfth, I think. Yeah, it was mm. pretty high. It was I pretty impressive. The first ten laps Wheelman. felt like an hour mm-hmm. in the first <laughs> yeah, laps. Yeah, yeah, like it I was bet. when the, if somebody gets hit hard or is blocking yeah. the track, they'll throw a red flag to move the car. Okay. Yeah. Um, but after them first ten laps, man, I had to peel my hands off the wheel. It was it was something to start in that. Falls to the walls, right? Cars on, no, yeah. no. Is it on the circle track? Because yep. I heard like they do the enduro with the infield or something. Sometimes they or? were going to, and they still might, but they were talking about the safety issues of that because okay. there's a flagpole back there and some walls and yeah i don't know what they're planning to do i think they it. were concerned if maybe a car blew off that part oh, of the yeah. road course right and went and out into the front stretch okay and a car's coming and yeah that would not be good plus the loop is so tight if you miss the entry you're gonna cross on into the the head yeah, the cars another coming car out. coming out of the loop yeah yeah that oh, wow. like a good idea. not a good design good for the drift but, though oh yeah definitely so yeah i ran a couple enduro races that first time uh Watered the car up once uh, from basically someone else spinning in front of me and mm-hmm. uh, got sick of fixing it from the Enduros and then just started running the Enduro car with the weekly four-cylinder class just to get laps under my under my belt mm-hmm. and uh, snowballed into building a fresh one as a full-blown four-cylinder car. Right. Now, when you converted it to the four-cylinder, did you have to go put, all, put the whole full cage or anything? I ran that Enduro car as an Enduro car on DOT tires with the race cars on <laughs> Hoosier slicks and stuff. So I still didn't have and how'd you a do cage it? or anything. And it was, uh, I finished sixth or seventh in a couple of races. You did a few times, it was yeah. actually like, it ran pretty good. Cause there was no, um, there, there wasn't any weight rule on it. Like mm-hmm. as an enduro car, they, they never weighed you. So like, okay. if you're into a, a full four cylinder with Hoosiers and stuff on you, you're stuck to weight rules and, yeah. and you know, left side rules and stuff. But as an enduro car on street tires, they never checked any of that. So, so when so were you lighter or yeah I was probably yeah, yeah. two hundred pound lighter yeah, one hundred seventy pound lighter than what this one is um what you run now you mean yeah okay yep so yeah ran that for for almost a full season and uh, bent it up a couple times and just uh, found a local car that some kid couldn't figure out why it wouldn't run right and got you it did got it for cheap. Changed the distributor in it and ran like a top, and uh, went from there and just you know bought a full, uh, full cage kit, got door bars in it, and you know everything else, and yeah. made it into a, a. Well, I have a perfectly good Honda up in my driveway. Yeah, more than one and a half. Ninety six to two thousand. I think it's a ninety eight. Mm. <laughs> I, I better drive. check. The, I better check the cameras when we leave here. I have to drag that out. So, so you said you started two thousand sixteen. Yep. Okay, so um, when did you two start? Two thousand twelve. I started coming up and helping them with the modified. Okay, like one race into the season. Okay, um, and then uh, two thousand twelve, he stuck to Evergreen, and then uh, got tore up the first race of thirteen, I think, and decided to go on the Race of Champions tour, and it's been a blur since then. Yeah, um, <laughs> honestly, I, I I can't picture you in the modified for that long. Like, yeah, it's been it's eight. Eight years now. Eight years now. Yeah. He's on this this website that I check. <laughs> he's, on, he's on racing info. Is it really? Don't yeah. look that up. It's hysterical. <laughs> the picture. It's a good picture. His picture. It's horrible. Looks picture. like he was in jail. What's the picture from? I don't know. It looks like like 
God bless anybody, but I looked like I had cancer. <laughs> it looked horrible. Like it what, was, is it a racing I picture? I was pale. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah driver's yeah. suit. I mean, granted, it's... it was in March, but I was so pale. I shaved everything. It looked horrible. It was like hmm. the least flattering picture ever. I mean, I know I'm not a good-looking guy, you look but great. that was like you look horrible. Great. horrible. You look great. I bet your girlfriend begs to differ. She loves me. But um, so <laughs> we'll uh, push forward a little bit to last year. Okay. You uh, end up winning the championship at Evergreen. Yep. Now that is technically just for that particular track, right? Yeah, that was for the the weekly series. Did you race anywhere else? No. Okay. No. Have How you did... raced anywhere else? With that uh, I ran an I ran an enduro race at Mahoning Valley. Uh, that was the only time I drove in any other track. Okay. How was that? Uh, I thought different. it was pretty cool. It was de- definitely different. Yeah. Um, is that a different uh, size track? Yeah, it's a quarter Small. mile. It's basically oh. basically a circle. Really? It's like a salt. Yeah. It's, it's a circle. It's like a bowl. Wow. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. We made it, um, uh, Brandon actually drove his cousin's car in, in that race too. We started like seventh and eighth or something like that mm-hmm. and ran top 10 for the majority of it. And yep. then they had some weird deal where they were trying to throw cautions, but they weren't calling them on the radio. And, mm-hmm. uh, basically somebody checked up in front of me on when they threw the flag and I got into the back of them hard enough and punctured the radiator. Yeah. And then I was, that's not what I saw. So well, I over- Here we go. Have, Here we go. I, 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 I do have GoPro video of it <laughs> where the radiators pop before I made any other he moves. Is, he he is he is correct. It did, but I overheated. Um, we had another Honda. We actually bought two Hondas. Me, my uncle Steve, and Jay. The three of us chipped in on these two Honda Civics, and we gutted them and turned them into enduro cars. And Steve, my cousin Steve Kreitzer, he drove one of them, and Jay drove the other. Well, for Mahoning. I used to race there in the Modifieds, and I really enjoyed it. So I told him, I said, I want to run this enduro race. So Steven said, okay, go ahead. And actually, I think he was he was playing baseball at the time, Legion All-Stars or something. Yeah, they, I think they so. They were in some kind of tournament down south, Vine uh, Grove, and uh, Steven had to go to this playoff game. So I was like, perfect. So I raced his car. I overheated after uh, 20-some laps, and Jay was still out there. Well, I was in the infield watching Jay and this idiot that – we've raced with in the modifieds before was racing this enduro race and was just banging people and having a good time good for him well he got in the j pretty good and pissed me off so i know it pissed jay off well then jay <laughs> mentioned about getting into his car at this caution and it busted his radiator well as soon as i went back green jay went about 100 yards and just <laughs> drilled him it was it was his kid i got into his kid okay. his son checked up i got into him popped the radiator <laughs> And then when he saw me hit his kid, he drilled me from behind, like on purpose. Surprise! <laughs> yeah. So I let him go around me, and then I went and I hooked him in the right rear under caution. Drilled him. And then nice. when I was but going at that off... point, I was already dead in the water. Yeah, like yeah, it was, yeah. it was steaming at that point. So. But after I was at this point, the red flag was out, um, and I was walking from the infield off the track back into the pits, and that guy was sitting there. And I went up to his window, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, you're always an asshole. You're still an asshole. You'll always be an asshole. And the guy was off his rocker, so he just sat there and laughed. But yeah, yeah. oh Rick. So, because <laughs> I mean, with but uh, it was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. You know that that whole scenario happens, and you know he hooks you, you hook him. I mean, you guys are messing with your own money at that point. I mean, obviously you're gonna get upset and mad about it, right? But uh, after somebody does that to you, does that just go right out the window? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
at that point I, I knew my day was over. You know, I was, you know, we, like I said, we were running good. He overheated because uh, I think the car had a bad head gasket or a bad radiator or something. But um, probably could have pulled off a top five finish. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's what I was mad about. I didn't care that he hit me under uh, under caution. I just knew that because of him and his kid, you know, it popped the radiator. It kind of ended my day. So right. I was going to I was going to I was going to have the last say. Absolutely. So, so, uh, so 2019, you win the championship. How does that feel to know that uh, you started your first race in 2016 mm-hmm. to, you know, four, th- uh, three years later, right. come up and win at the track that you've been racing at? And the no, thing is, been... is, is 16 wasn't even a, like a full season. That was just a couple yeah. of races here and there. Well, 17, yeah, I guess he so, messed yeah. around. 18, 17, he messed, messed around. around. Eight, okay. 18, I had, uh, spring of 18, I built the current car. Um, okay. I think I finished it late May, early June. Uh, came in halfway through the season. It was still an automatic. Uh, ended up winning one race that year sometime in, I think it was like my sixth time out with it. I'd say, yeah, fifth I think or sixth. Fifth, fifth or sixth time yeah. out with it. I won I won a feature. I led uh, green, to, green to checker, no cautions. Nice. Um, and then uh, the, the time in the Enduro car really showed me what I thought I would need as a full race car. They were mm-hmm. like, what changes I would yeah. like to make? Because the right. zero rules are you're not allowed to alter suspension. You're not allowed to alter springs. You're not allowed to play with late weight or anything like that. So going into the race car, um, I had a pretty good idea of what I wanted to do with springs and setup and lead and stuff like that. So um, it was close in the beginning. I mean, it, it was it was fast. And, uh, you know, the, the chips fell the right way on, on one particular right. race. And, and I ended up winning one. But uh, the automatic was killing me. So, yeah, and I kind of knew it, you know. But I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, you you sound like you're like pushing off like nothing. I mean, I've seen you race. I mean, you're very good, mm-hmm. and oh, I've, thank you. I've I've seen you race, and it's it's fun to see someone that you know is racing mm-hmm. and see them do so well. Yeah, absolutely. And now that I know, like, I mean, you started in 2016, but it was you know they weren't full races or they weren't right. full seasons and stuff to see like you come back and, and win uh, a whole season. I mean, that's, I mean, for someone that comes and watches those races, just to, you know, see two of his buddies running. I mean, that's pretty neat. I he, mean, you're, you're a wheelman. You're, on, you're good. Honestly, you're good. It, it goes back to my dad. Um, at the age of like 10, I got involved with quads or ATVs and at 12 got my own. Um, I can't tell you how many laps I've turned screwing around on a quad and circles and, mm-hmm. you know, changing entries and apex. And in, in my young head, you know, I'm, I'm on a dirt track and in yeah. my head, you know, you know, all of that, Brandon, <laughs> you say all, that, though, all of like... that vehicle control comes from, uh, they have a, my dad and my uncle have a, a campsite on the river up in Meshoppin and mm-hmm. there's a, there's a pen dot gravel pit nearby. So mm-hmm. running on the gravel pit is like ball bearings. Yeah, yeah. So I would go down there for hours. I'd burn a tank of gas just riding in circles, sliding the thing like it's a sprint car, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, you know, he always would wouldn't wouldn't hesitate to you know go to a go kart track or go yeah. to a slick track somewhere and let me slide around with other cars and stuff. And um, all that stuff as a kid, you know, snowballs into full size cars. And unfortunately my time screwing around with full-size cars started at 16 and I didn't start mm-hmm. racing until I was like 35. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I spent a lot of time on the streets playing around and sliding on full-size cars. Along and, to the streets. Along yeah. to the streets. 
living its life yep. a quarter mile at a time. Quarter, quarter mile at a time. Yep. No, but it's funny you mentioned went the, legit. the quads. So you and, went you to know, jail? Legit. Oh. They said he went to jail. I was like, wait, that's new. It's funny you mentioned like the quads and the track and that. I remember back in the day going down the IP track. And remember where it used to be on the other side yep. where that building is yep, now? Absolutely. And I would spend hours just running that track. Would you have you a know, blaster? I had the blaster. You had a blaster. Oh, God. I still got the coal dust in my it, sides it, and everything it, from it, that it, damn thing. It, it was like a grizzly bear on a trike in circus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was a lot skinnier back then. Well. I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Kind of. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that, that, it all goes back to that. So honestly, like I said, the first 10 laps in that Enduro car felt like an hour. Like yeah. it was, it was overwhelming. Um, by the end of that, I was really comfortable. And then right. the, you know, the next couple times I did it got, uh, just like the spotting deal, like, uh, started realizing what the car was doing, what I mm-hmm. didn't like, what I wanted to change, you know, and then now it's to the point that, it, you know, it's, yeah, it just, kind of, it's kind of boring to go Jay after didn't practice. didn't want to run a full season last year. He didn't. I was that was my. I was yeah. literally going to yeah, ask that I, next I missed, question. Yeah. I missed a week uh, for a friend's wedding last year, and over that two week period, from they couldn't reschedule that wedding. Well, <laughs> what's her her her, her brother nope. races three hundred five sprint cars, and he didn't have to race that weekend, so that's where the wedding. Oh, went. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Um, dirt guys. But yeah, I missed a race last year. But so did second place. Everybody, everybody kind of missed, missed a race except a for race. I think one. So it's kind of somewhat so. even. So it's yeah, kind I mean, of full season for everybody. You it's, figure through the summer. You took a bye, Most I guess. normal people are going to go on vacation. Right. Um, even though we haven't in the last many years. Yeah. Um, you you got it. You, you have to, like. You got to yeah, recharge it. our life. You know, we could say it's our life. But, I mean, life happens. People get married. Mm-hmm. There's you funerals, recharge there's the batteries. vacations. There's, there's all sorts of stuff. And, you know, and. It, it you're not racing for thousands upon thousands of dollars either. It's kind of easier to it's take like a, a week off. It's I if mean, you're winning uh, in the mod, you could win for thousands <laughs> of dollars. Yeah. yeah, I mean Matt Hirschman's made a living oh, out of true, it now true. for the last ten yeah. years. Well, but we're not going to talk about him. <laughs> I, b- I believe one race in Oswego for the race of champions, he won like twenty six thousand dollars for oh, winning was between lap money. One race, one race for the the race of champions two hundred. There was lap money between the lap money, the sponsorship money. Winning the race, everything added up to in the well, mid twenties. Look at this past weekend. Matt did end up winning the uh, modified race this past week uh, when I raced, or last week, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and um, he won what three grand? That three was three thousand dollars, and then six thousand a night before in, at Lake Erie Speedway yep. in the race of champions. Well, see, race. that, so that was the one thing grand. I was going to say too, though. Is I was talking like in Jay's class. Oh, like, so you know yeah. you're you're not winning. Oh yeah, right, uh, right, right. Full full field to win, I think, is two hundred fifty or three hundred bucks. Yeah. And special shows are usually four or five hundred. Something like so that. I yep. mean, you know, you're not that, yeah losing out of a ton of stuff to like go. No, no unless you it's actually it's actually one of the few classes that once everything's built and put together, you could actually make money doing it. Yeah, you yeah. know, As, even if you wreck, I mean, if you wreck and it a few hundred dollars worth, even if you win. Right. It, you know, you said you win what two two hundred fifty or something. Yeah, with a full field, it's around two fifty, I think. I mean, you can wreck, and it can cost you. Well, that's the twice the, that. The right? thing about like street stocks, late models, modifieds is you spend thousands to win shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it sucks. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we. That's the cool thing about is Jay last year. He he didn't plan on running a full season. I urged him to run a full season because he was doing so well. And next thing you know, he went out, won the championship. And I knew he he was capable of doing that, and and he did that. And now it's kind of cool because between me, him, and Steven, which Steven I know wants to run a full season, he wants to run every chance he gets. 
but like right now it's 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 at the point where if we don't want to run we're not chasing points if we don't want right. to run and we want to lay by the pool because it's 95 degrees on a sunday <laughs> afternoon uh we're gonna do that mm-hmm. um steven might not like it but maybe his dad can talk him into it <laughs> <laughs> but uh but that's where we're at like um july 19th next sunday there's a modified race at evergreen and i'm probably not gonna do it um there's another one on august 9th up there i might do that one um well hold up wait a minute don't don't you remember last episode yeah yeah this is gonna be my last race ever and mm-hmm, last now, race. Uh, <laughs> I, I knew this is gonna happen <laughs> mm-hmm. it's 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 stupid okay. racing's stupid dale jr <laughs> racing's for dummies it uh and the sunday afternoons spending 10 oh, 12 hours brutal. on the pavement oh, up yeah. there is brutal. terrible yeah. i mean it's it's rough. I mean, it's even, get even hot in them cars. Even on the Friday nights, <laughs> like mm-hmm. last year, last year when we ran the Friday nights, you know, when it gets into that low eighties muggy and that feeling, humidity at night, you're sweating just as much. It's just even the, probably worse. The sun wearing you out, you know, during the day yeah. on these Sundays. But, um, you know, I mean, I did more in the last two years than I thought I would with this car. And you know, if I miss a race here or two to sit by the pool and watch a race on TV, yeah. I really don't care. Yeah, we had a good time. We yeah. we but even all the years before that and stuff. Oh, yeah. and it was nice to see you be able to get a chance to do that after all the years of helping me out and be able to, to be so successful. Um, but I think it's, I think we're all kind of exhausted. <laughs> we, uh, it beats you up, man. It beats you up. Yeah. My, my poor girlfriend, Steph, uh, we haven't had a very proper vacation since, since about, uh, 2013. Yeah. So when he was, when Brandon was going full time with the ROC tour and, you know, bouncing around in 2015 on NASCAR races and stuff, I mean, it was two to three days a week in the garage, yeah. mm-hmm. two days worth Easy. of traveling to the next race. You know, some of the races are five, six, seven hours away. You know, it was a, a day of drive there, a day of racing, a day of drive back, get back in the garage Tuesday or Wednesday, flip the car around for the next track, go to the next one. So besides a, a friend's wedding in 2017 in California, we that was in November, so it was outside of race season. Right. No, I- and uh, at the end of 2018, we spent some time in Colorado besides that we haven't even done a normal summer yeah. vacation now now Jay's girlfriend Steph is my cousin yeah. so yeah. she grew up around this <laughs> right. oh yeah sense. she knows she, and, she gets it she's and, okay with it and, yeah, she supports and it also met Jay at the racetrack yeah. that's what I was just so, saying <laughs> well I mean the way he yeah. smiles why wouldn't you oh <laughs> <laughs> yep. so. all right so let's uh let's uh let's say backtrack I guess I know you guys wanted to talk about South Carolina uh, you guys went on a a, a trip um, jan- back in January of uh, this year. Yeah, it was this year. Um, so what? Uh, what well, is? Talk about it. How'd it go? So we were. Um, so like I like or we discussed earlier. Jay is dating my cousin Steph, and we were at a family function. Um, uh, right after Christmas, Stephen's graduation. Yeah, which was. The week at, week between Christmas High and school, New Year's. College. 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 Nice. Stephen Kreitzer, who drives a nine S four cylinder car at Evergreen. Um he graduated from Pentec um in a welding engineering, I believe. Oh it good was. for him, yeah, man. Welding good trade. Good trade. Yep, yep. And he uh they had a little family gathering between uh Christmas and New Year's at his parents' house. And Jay was there. We were all there, our whole family was there, and our uncle Aaron Higgins who races street stocks. And Good name drop on this one. <laughs> he's been uh, racing street stocks and pro stocks at Evergreen. and um, Forever. Yeah. Jesus, he's old. Um, he's all gray now. Uh, like all gray. Well, like I, remember him yelling, I remember him yelling at you last time you came on. 
without yeah. saying his name. Yeah, but he's so gray. I mean, you could at least take your hat off while you're saying that. I know he's a great guy. Gray though. hair. Uncle Aaron is my godfather. Aaron's great. Um, yeah. So meanwhile, back at the ranch. Um, so we're sitting um, around the kitchen table after this, and we're all, of course we're all. Um, I was at least inebriated. Oh. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody else was a little bit buzzed up. And Uncle Aaron said to me, he goes, hey, he goes, uh, Street Stock Nationals at Dillon in South Carolina next week. Or and you're laughing. In two weeks. He two said, weeks. you want to go? And I'm like, I'll drive. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. He's like, okay. Well, long story short, within the next half hour, we had this whole plan how we were going to go run the Street Stock Nationals at South Carolina um, in two weeks. Have, the you, have you ever ran it before? No. The second question was, how much are tires going to cost? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then the answer to that was like, we're going. <laughs> yeah. See ya. Yep. Uncle Aaron said everything. And I was like, okay. So then literally the next day, as I was uh, sipping on a coffee and working off the, uh, yeah, you know, the, the the whole you ultra. Know. Yeah. You know, the whole the ultra. Night before. Right. 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 Um. Uncle Aaron texted me and he said, uh, he, he sent me the info for the race and he said, are you serious? And I said, yeah. Well, within the next two, three days, um, we had a motor lined up. Um, we had a crew lined up and we had a whole plan lined up to go to South Carolina, uh, the following week. So literally within a week, um, me, myself, my uncle Aaron, Steven, uh, my uncle Steve and Jay, we, uh, did I say something? <laughs> Me and myself. Me and myself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, if, 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 and I video read. and you saw the amount of ultras laying around my chair right now, um, empty ultras, but anyway, with you, we, so meanwhile, back at the ranch, we decided we we're going to go to South Carolina. So we put the motor in the car, we got the car all set up and we went to Dillon, South Carolina. Um, on the 6th or 7th of January. We raced on the 6th, I think. There you go. So, Jay, so Jay, did you spot that race? Um, Tell us. I did spot that race. Uh, the, it came together the way, you know, he, he said. It was basically like, hey, they got this uh, big money to win race in South Carolina. And they actually run, uh, instead of buying expensive new tires the deal is that's uh, that levels the playing field is they run on used uh 35 dollar late model tires so normally street stocks run on a on an eight inch or a 10 inch tire um sometimes with slight tread in them and you know they're yeah. you know 100 plus dollars a tire this deal was that these were used on uh super late models they were a, a 10 inch tire 10 inch tire yep so they were already heat cycled there some of them were worn more than others um they picked your tires for you you don't know what okay. you're going to get you basically call ahead and say that you want 10 or 12 tires and uh they set aside the tires for you and when you get down there they have like a like an a class of tire and a b class of tire and you get one of each and that's what you have for the weekend so uh it's pretty different to spend $140 on a set of tires compared to the mods like 700 plus for a set of tires. Um, so in about 10 days, we swapped motors that would meet their rules that we borrowed. We borrowed a motor from uh, Jerry Brighthop. Um, and uh, basically, which just again is not the, easy through the, 
switch out a motor. Yeah, I say through the car together. You guys just make it seem like it's so easy, but it's not easy. You got to rip out a whole motor. You got to put a whole There's new a motor in. It, it sounds easy. Um, well, I mean, maybe it doesn't sound easy, but for us, it's like, oh yeah, let's we'll swap motors. But when you swap motors, then you got to worry about what transmission you're putting in, and the clutches you're putting in, and the bell housing, and then the headers, and it's like, and a lot like we had issues like with a freaking uh an adapter for the for the fan um, right you know like right. it's just it's a little stuff that mm. you don't think about and we're like yeah we can swap this stuff i out believe quick. we we swapped rears for the gear ratio we swapped so rears that, that was actually real smooth that that style <laughs> that style of car doesn't have the modified has uh we call it a quick change rear where you basically just take a cover off the rear end and you could swap two gears and you could change your gear ratio these things are a uh, an 80s Monte Carlo rear end, Seven so and half inch rear you have gear. to swap the entire rear end assembly to change your gear ratio. So to match that track, we kind of guessed on where the gearing would be and uh, you know how to swap the rear. And did you guess right? Yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we actually guessed. Yeah, we we were pretty yeah. stout. I mean, as far as equipment was concerned, motor wise, we had plenty of power. Um, it's just like anything else, just like a modified or anything else. Like there's some other stuff that we could have uh, went down there with differently. Um, the rear oh, ends the first like, time there too, right? And it was the first time that any of us ran that caliber of a street stock race. Um, these aren't just gut and go cars. Yeah, these are built race cars. Yeah, they're on a you know a eighty style you know Monte Carlo or whatever chassis. Yeah, but these are full blown built race cars. This was There's like NASCAR lot. to these guys that showed up. Yes, they have big. For, a, for something around here that might be a four thousand dollars street stock, these guys have big yes. money in street stock. They're like twenty twenty thousand dollar cars, um, and they're it's the best around the country. Yeah. And we decided to go down there, and uh, there was how many cars came to fifty one? I think, or yep. it was it was near fifty. And in uh, in our first round of practice on Friday, um, we were sixteenth fastest out nice. of that many cars. And this is the first time I raced the street stock um, in 10 years, uh, like seven or eight, 10 years, something like that. First time I've been in that style of car. And uh, we were fast. We were fast right off the bat. Um, we guessed right on everything. <laughs> and we had a lot of good help, though. Um, but, yeah, we uh, during qualifying, um, I was never good at single car qualifying, time trialing. And... Everybody just kept saying to me, don't overdrive the car. Don't overdrive the car in qualifying. And so I went out, and I would think I was a little too conservative in qualifying. And we literally missed um, the... Like timing uh, in on like a couple spots. Yeah, the timing field by two positions. So So that would have locked you in. It would have locked us in. Right, it would have locked us in, but we had to run a consolation race, like we talked about earlier, uh, or a B main. And uh, we went out in the B main, and there was 20-some cars in the B main fast as hell on that oh yeah we we ran third for a while we ended up getting up to second place and there was a caution and we were pretty confident that we were going to finish either first or second in that consolation race and then uh, i cut a left front tire and we had to come into pits and uh this is go or go home this is it and we put a new tire on the left front and went out restarted 17th with about 12 laps to go yeah about that uh, 12 or 11 or something yeah. like that and uh Past a shit ton of cars, and next thing you know, after a caution or two, and uh, being fast as hell, we were we restarted fourth on a restart with three or four laps to go, and I passed my way into third, and then uh, I got passed 
uh, I think on the last lap, and we ended up finishing fourth in the uh, consolation race in the B main to make it into the 100-lap uh, street sock national race. So how do you pass, like, let's say, eight to ten cars in mm-hmm. eight laps, basically? On How big of a track was this? It, this is a half-mile track, mm-hmm. and we were fast. Pretty big track. Outside, we inside, Shape, basically, anywhere Everything. I was pissed off, too. I mean... Well, we've seen you when you're you know, pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Narrow. Shape, shaped like Martinsville, but banking in the corners. Yeah. Okay. It was cool. It was neat. Um, it, it just comes down to one of those situations where you think, like, okay, here we are. I'm comfortable. We're going to make the race. I mean, Jesus, we drove 12 hours to just a race, you know, to come down and race. Yeah. Spent a lot of money to come down to this race. A lot of time, you know, not just for me, for everybody. Everybody invested a lot of time in this mm-hmm. and, and stuff. And uh, everything's all good and grand. And then all of a sudden you cut a left front tire. And now so you're at the back and you're thinking, well, oh my, my God, we're going to go home. My thing is, you guys, like you just said, you, you drive 12 hours to go race. You put so much time and effort into this. You started to win again? What's that? When did you start the race? What place? 17th or so. For the oh, uh, oh we, the big we, race. We restarted. We're yeah, the big race. The oh, big oh race. the big race. The big race. Uh, the, consolation, the consolation race, we restarted 17th. And if we didn't make our way back up to Okay, so where did you finish? We at, were going home. Where were you finishing at the consolation? I finished fourth. After getting, you, after, getting you torn, guys, after getting torn up, we torn the door guys, off the car. Yep. And you guys are sitting here with us, and you're telling us that there's guys in this race that are spending twenty, close yeah, to twenty thousand dollars. Probably. How more. much and they went guys, home? And how much are you guys spending? Well, we don't want to get into numbers, <laughs> but it's not it's not as much as them. There was people no. that drove from Arizona, well, Texas, that was Mich- my next Michigan. Question. Well, my, oh my, my biggest all over the country. There was like 14 states right. that came there. Um, the one guy drove 30 some hours through the night to, to well, get my, there. Well, my my what I'm getting at is you start so far down, mm-hmm. you finish so far up, right. and you got people that are probably well it's, under you that are spending thousands of dollars well we were so at that point it wasn't you guys should think to yourself like i may not spend a lot of money but no god damn i have some sort of talent it's a lot of money it it wasn't that we didn't spend a lot of money my uncle aaron has really good equipment um and he had a good car and we would not have went down there to race if we if without he a guarantee if he didn't have a good equipment that Got car you. was a champion was a guarantee. that car was a championship car it was yeah. with with my cousin Kevin uh, Uncle Aaron's nephew um, yeah. he won a championship at Evergreen years ago with that car it was good equipment don't get me wrong i'm just saying that yeah. it, it, it's, it's it wasn't a $30,000 car no it, it's no. not a car that's ran every week or anything like that like these other ones where you know, you're talking these guys. They're running that but track. You're right. able to they, run it like that. But w- w- this is a best of the best race. You right. Know, there were a handful of cars that were shit. And that Happens all the time. They, and, yeah. they, and they probably didn't need to be there. But there were local guys that normally run that track. And they came out just to have some fun. Yeah. But for us to drive 12 hours, we were But exactly. Under, that's I mean, that's I what mean, I'm we getting We were at. going under to have some fun, but... That's what I was getting at. But you wanted to... Like, you're to going to down you there. To, to, we, not, to not make that race would have been a long drive oh, back. Exactly. Oh. But, I mean, to get down there, yeah. to, you know, spend the gas money to get down there, because I'm sure you had to trailer it down there. Gas, hotels, food, Hotel rooms, everything. You're spending hundreds of dollars already. Thousands. Thousands. So... It costs us thousands For you to, to get there. But to, in, in my eyes, obviously, somebody that does not spend that kind of money... In, in in this sort of uh, sport, for you guys to spend that kind of money to start that low to finish that high, I mean, win or not, I think you know 
There's people that have finished below me that have spent twenty, almost twenty thousand dollars, and you guys are up there. Yeah, you spent quite a bit of money, but maybe not as much. Right. I would feel pretty well knowing that. Okay, so oh, maybe it, maybe it is oh, us. Yeah. We, maybe it is us that we are this good. Show. We, thought, we thought it was cool as hell. We went down there with me not driving in a street stock for how many years, and and a lot of us not you know being in that environment for a while, and then we just say, hey, you know, literally just over a drunken conversation at midnight around the holidays, we say, hey, let's go race. Oh, and the yeah. next thing you know, we swap this car over. We drive all the way to South Carolina, and there was six of us or so, and uh, went down there. We had a hell of a time and made the show. Not only did we make the show, but we finished 12th place. That's what I mean. You know? Out of 30-some cars. Yeah. yeah. Spending... Out of 30-some cars that started the race. And yeah. And 50-some that showed up that weekend. In the, that in was, the big race, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty freaking neat. Um, so that triggered um, this stupidity of a 2020 schedule that my Uncle Aaron has drawn up that he wants us to go race at Bristol Motor Speedway. Again. This Brist- year, Bristol. Yeah, oh, this yeah. year, Bristol, and then Myrtle Beach Speedway. That's um, that's a great they're, track. They're they're closing it. They're closing. Track, yeah, yeah. They're yep. mowing it down. And yep. my uncle Aaron wants to go to the last race there. Might as he well. wants me to drive. Try so. it. And then on top of that, there's a division called the New York Super Stock Series that runs in the upstate New York, and he wants me to run a couple of races up there. When um, do you guys have you decided about Myrtle Beach yet? Um. We haven't, but I'm sure that'll be a week before deal that we'll <laughs> I all think just definitely drink let me know and... about that one because I would yeah. love to come down for that one. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> now, I, a lot of the decisions that we've made over the last few years have been last minute. And, well, you uh, can call me and we'll make sure it's last minute. Yeah. And I mean, that's honestly made over alcohol. most racers are like that. Hey, want to go race this weekend? Yep, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And unless you're running like the weekly series, it's yeah. last minute. We're the, going. The people that plan out a whole year like that are the Matt Hirschmans yeah. and the Chuck yeah, Hosfelds. Yeah, it's their life. The Chucky Hosfelds and the guys yep. that, yep. that you know, like Chucky, that's not his only living, but he makes a good, you know, yeah. he, he did good with it. And like, Jimmy you know, Blewett, Hirsch, Hirschman, Jimmy Blewett. Uh, well, I mean, Blewett has work outside of that. I mean, Matt Matt has the shop going on in parts and working on, on race cars and stuff like that, but he literally plans his whole year out on what he can win at what races right. and carry that money to the next one. And That's you know, their lifestyle. He, he makes a living out of it. Yeah. They don't have any other job. Nope. That's well, their I mean, job. Besides his parts, the, the the modified parts business. Well, yeah, but that, I mean, that is basically stuff, their life. Racing is their life. Yeah, yeah, that is their life, yeah. I had fun at Brand okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, like wait, started, wait, wait, wait. Started, started far back, ended up 12th. Uh, we finished 12th with only rear brakes, mind you. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, we didn't talk no about front that. brakes. The back brakes were on fire. More. Back brakes were on fire the whole time. And uh, we, uh, Brandon, I mean, it wasn't his fault. Only had back brakes. Looped the car out a couple times. Every yeah. time there was a caution, you'd spike the brakes. Car would go around on them. And uh, just. So would you lose those spots? Or Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. if you were involved in the caution, you would lose those spots. And. Um, Weirdly, for street stocks, he was allowed uh, spotters. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's not a normal thing with street stocks. And uh, the can cracks were Dale and Timmy. Oh my God. For once, we never do that. Never. First one tonight. Yes, it is. <laughs> but uh, so it helped. It helped having a spotter, and uh, you know, yeah. not not wrapping the car up in some junk with no brakes on the front, but. Yep. Um, Kept the car in one piece and and finished to finish twelfth in that class of cars with only rear brakes 
and four or five spins is it's good. You know, yeah, it, was, it was it was a better drive home than wheeling it in the box all bent right. up or not making yeah, a race. Yeah, it was pretty cool to be able. That was a uh, definitely like a top ten, I think, for us as far as uh, coolest races or race weekends that we've right. ever had. And it, it was I actually weird, probably. Weird. Probably top five, I would say. That was fun. Yeah, we had that, a great time. That was like right next to New Hampshire. Uh, it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't stressful. We didn't take it nope. too too seriously. Nope. It was uh, our joke is like, um, ah, it's only evergreen. Or, ah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's only, only Mahoning. Unless unless we're at New Hampshire and a modified, it's like ah, it's only a street stock, or it's only Mahoning, or it's only right. Ever, you know, right. Try not to take it too seriously, but uh, it, it was a fun trip. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's uh let's start getting into it. Uh, you guys are more than welcome to talk about this. We're gonna start talking yeah, about last let's talk week. Talk about NASCAR. Um, let's start off with the uh, recap left. of Xfinity. All right, uh, the uh, first race ever on a road course, or on the road course at Indy for NASCAR. Austin Sindrick, stage one winner. Chase Briscoe, stage two and the race winner. Your boy. That's my man. So um. Haley, uh, who's that? Gregson, Almendinger, and Cendrick round out the top five. Uh, fifth win of the year. Uh, three of the last three five. Three of the last four. Three of the last four. Three of yes. the last four. So uh, the biggest question is, can anyone beat Chase at this point? What do you guys think? I, I mean, obviously people are going to him, beat him in individual races. I think he's going to have the championship locked up. I mean, he came out and pulled a Babe Ruth so. and said that he needs he to 80. win seven, eight races to be, have a, have a chance at continuing the race. So it's, it's funny you say uh, that I'm looking at a Babe Ruth pic- picture right in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm. he called his shot and, and the Colossus of clout, you know what? And honestly, clout. since he's called that shot, he's won three, three of the last four. Cause that's when yeah. he said he wanted to win, uh, eight total. Right. So, I mean, I honestly see him surpassing that maybe 10. Oh, uh, yeah. I, was... I would, that's exactly what I, was, I think he's going to get 10 at least. Yeah. I, I think that's possible. And I, honestly, I think he deserves it. You know, I don't, up until the, some of the stuff that happened with uh, his wife and their baby and stuff, like I didn't know a whole bunch of his background. Right. Uh, but he seems like a, a nice kid and seems deser- deserving of it. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I always liked him in the trucks too. He was always like a humble kind of guy. He never, right. you know, even though he's, he stays in out of trouble. truck. It, probably why <laughs> why you didn't know much about him is because he you know didn't, yeah. didn't cause a scene didn't right. cause a bunch of yep. wrecks out of sight out of mind he wasn't a john west townley or quinn hoof or something like <laughs> right. that hey you know? quinn, Hoof. quinn hoof's the man 23rd oh, 23rd indy this yeah, week well a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. jeff was jeff our friend jeff was so excited he's a huge quinn hoof fan um he has posters all over his bedroom <laughs> um and he was he he was um, but yeah, he was really, really excited that Quinn Hu finished twenty third because we said that he wouldn't be able to finish in the top thirty all year. Uh, Actually, this isn't the first time he finished twenty uh, sixth no, back we, at Darlington. We too. know he Jeff told us, <laughs> but yeah, so Jeff won that day. Um, so, uh, well, I guess we'll. So you touched on Chase. You said Briscoe. You, Briscoe? L- let's just confirm this here. It's Chase Briscoe, not Chase. Chase L- yeah, Chase Briscoe. Relax. Yeah, Chase Briscoe. Oh, wait, I forgot. That's Chase Driver over there. <laughs> He's in the nine, Dale. Yes, he is. So is Noah Gregson. Nine. So is Jay. Nine for Chase. And so is Brandon Ultra. And Steve Kreitzer. Word bird. And oh yeah, that's right. And Steve is too. Well, he's on the nine S though, isn't he? Well, that's because yeah. it's a, but it's a nine. That's an that's an asterisk. It's a nine. Steve. All right. So you know, what did you guys think though about 
first time ever running on the Indy road course for NASCAR. Did you like, like to see that happen more or? I thought it was a hell of a race. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't catch the middle of it. Um, I caught the start in the last 12 to 15 laps and, uh, without going too deep into packages and stuff, I, I think the Xfinity cars are a great, absolutely whole set. Yeah, we package. talked about that two weeks ago. It yep. does, does, you know, doesn't have a whole ton of downforce. Yep. It has more power than the cup cars, which is disgusting to be a feeder, a feeder series. And it's got more power yep. than the cup cars. Yep. They slide around more. And these guys, it's almost like watching college football. These guys want it bad, yeah. you know, to, to prove themselves. And that's good they put on a, they put on a hell of a show the last five laps. Yeah. yeah those like last two or three laps, I think what the lead changed two or three times. Yep. Uh, Almondinger mm-hmm. had the lead yep. and then he fell like missed the turn, went back to like third or four. Right. Yep. Making mistakes and passes down. and getting yeah. back. I mean, it, that it makes was, it a good race, man. That makes yep. it a really good. I race. think the Indy road course, I think is a good, I think that's a, that's yep. a good course. No yeah. banking, all flat. Yeah. yeah. Good it's breaking not, zones. Not tough. Like Charlotte, right. like Charlotte was the Roval. I don't think the Roval is, Made obviously well. Made so while we're on the Roval topic, but... there, um, there are rumors that they may nix the Glen. It's confirmed. For Daytona. They're replacing yeah, the Glen with Daytona yeah. road course. It, yep. it is confirmed yep. now. Daytona. The, they're was... using they're using the sports car road course at yep. Daytona in place of the Glen. That's wild. They came out with that schedule that you sent. That's yeah, it's the first schedule, one's the road course. That's only for this year, though, right? That's yeah, just this year. No, that's just this year. In COVID times, confirmed that. Yeah, just this year. So yeah. I could see them because they say the Glen is like. I mean, I've been in the Glen before, and the the uh, the uh, they say the Glen is, I think, like the second or third biggest camping track. That's a course. That's a course, and I, I I've said second, it several maybe? times that I don't. I've never ever liked when I first started getting a NASCAR. I never liked road courses. In my mind, NASCAR was ovals or the Tricky Triangle, and mm-hmm. that was it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I started getting more and more into it. I started to understand the uh, the sport mm-hmm. and the point system. And then they went from, you know, just start, finish to start, stage, stage, finish. And the uh, road courses have really grown on me. And, I mean, they're pretty I've always fun enjoyed, to watch. I've always enjoyed road courses yeah. because a lot of times you have the guy that, you know, might not always have the car, the horsepower and stuff to keep up on these mile yep. and a half tracks. But then they go to a road course and – they excel and i'm a petty fan so um like almondinger when he when he ran a petty car he did well at the road courses um it levels the playing field it does you know it gives oh, yeah. you yeah you know not to cut you off on that but no. it it's exactly what they didn't do to these new cup cars yeah. they they took away braking you're right you know they they took away power and that's exactly what you see on the road courses is, is it comes down to Braking zones and corner mm-hmm. speed and putting power down coming out of a corner puts it in the driver's hands. Puts it in the driver's hands, not where you're just wide open under high downforce and you're just burping the throttle to set the. I nose mean, yeah, right it's in. fun. It's fun, but it's also pretty neat to watch them. You I know, love, that's break hard. That, that's why the road course racing is so good now yep. because when they go back, they have high power, low downforce, a lot of braking, and it puts it in the driver's hands to be able to pass and overtake it, cars in front. And of And you me. know what made me fall in love with the road courses just. Like Brandon, you were mentioning, seeing some of those guys with the lesser cars be able to compete. And honestly, let's be honest here, Boris said, coming in, running <laughs> yeah, those road courses, yeah. everybody's got to love Boris yeah. said. Right. Mark Sambros. Mark Sambros yeah. was really good. That was fun. Yeah, that yeah. was awesome. Just finally get to see the 43 car up front and win Mont- races. That was neat. Montoya did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes courses. him, though. <laughs> I, I, I like Montoya. Of course you did. <laughs> oh. All right, so that recaps the Xfinity race at Indy from last week. 
Um, moving on to the Cup Series, we had William Byron win in Stage 1. Um, that one kind of surprised me there. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> me, me and Jack actually talked about before that. And we were both saying that uh, the Chevys, how good they were. And we both agreed that Byron's due. He's coming. Yep. He's he coming is. soon. He'll and be I, soon. And I believe He'll he was, win. we were looking at the odds before that, and he had 22 to 1 odds, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chase Elliott had 12 to 1, and William Byron yeah. had 22 to 1. Which we thought was surprising. Would have been smart money because the yeah. Chevys who have been gets, fast. Who gets yeah. the first win, William Byron or Kyle Busch? Hopefully William Byron. Hopefully, Hopefully Kyle Busch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'll just, just uh, don't like Kyle. preview to what's yeah. to come later. I'll, so. I'll never yeah. deny his talent. But I don't like him. It's still surprising that he has not won a race yet. Like, yeah, jeez. Yeah, I thought for sure I took him at Pocono two weeks ago when uh, we made our little, yep. our little our bets there. Um, I took him a few races back too. I thought for sure he would have won. And it's not that we didn't run bad. He ran in no. the top five. He yeah. ran well. He just they just can't like, capitalize. Well, that day you were on, I took Eric Jones, and mm-hmm. you know, just took him a day daily, too early because Tyler Reddick ran out of talent. Right, right, right. He's been running well though. Yeah, I, absolutely. He's still, definitely been running well, Reddick. Yeah, I think Kyle needs whatever they do with their cars and the setups. He needs practice. Mm-hmm. I don't think his, my opinion, I think his driving styles, he is kind of like a Jimmy Johnson where he needs a on-the-edge yep. loose car that is just like barely tolerable, and they can't bring a car like that to the track. Right. I think uh, Hamlin and Truex and, and the other guys they in the, have Gibbs, the in. Gibbs camp and a couple of them, other ones, Harvick, you know, on the Ford side, yep. that they come in with something that, by looking at the throttle tracing and all the uh, telemetry they have that they know what to bring for him. And I, you know, Kyle needs that 30 minutes or an hour to yeah, they need the get practice. the car into where he likes it, yep. you know, which is fine. You know, that if you need practice, you need practice. Yep. But there's, so, there's a lot of people doing good without it. Yeah. All right. So we got um, Kevin Harvick winning stage two and eventually winning the race after uh, Denny Hamlin blows the right front. Wales the wall a ton. Bass. Hard. That, that was, was a hard hit. Hard hit. Hard hit. And uh, let's see. Harvick ended up leading 68 laps. So to round out the top five, Matt Kenseth, you know, my pick from last week. Yes, it was. Almarola, what's that is? Fifth top five in a row now. Yeah. Yep. Um, Keselowski, and then Custer's first top five of his career. Finally. Awesome. Finally. Finally. I know. Like, I think everybody here thought he was going to have yeah, a much better wheel. year than. Yeah. than I wouldn't say that right I thought now. he had a would have a much better year. Um, I mean, it's a big learning curve, they say, you know, jumping from those Xfinity cars to the cup cars. It is, but, I mean, he ran a couple cup races before, yeah. so, you know, I expected him to not be running mid-20s almost weekly. Right. Like, now, especially with some of those other guys up there. Um, it wasn't think like about, he was running in subpar equipment. Yeah, exactly. Be, think about Nemechek. He's been excelling all year, and he's basically running... You know, uh, one of those uh, front what is it front row front, front row, row. yeah that's awesome actually yeah. yeah here's an interesting thing imagine putting him in uh in one of them cars well th- this Stewart is one of the things that I was thinking about too so if you take out the big three you take out JGR um Hendrick Hendrick Stuart Haas and Penske let's make it the big four you take those big four out who do you think the next best team as of right now, is Levine Racing because they're associated with well, Joe Gibbs. No, we're, we're not. Gonna, <laughs> we're not going to do satellite. Are we going to crack here. that open? Yeah, we're going we're to crack the satellite because that's basically a four. So no satellite team. teams. So you so said you're talking say it like again. Roush, you said Gibbs, Hendricks, and Penske, and, and Penske, Penske. So and 
So Roush is definitely. I would. I would say. So we're Stuart talking, Haas, obviously, because of Kevin Harvick. Well, no, Stuart Haas is out. Included. Stuart, oh, you're taking them out. Yeah, they're taking out. out. So all that's left is Roush, front row. Go fast. I, uh, go fast. Um, you about, got. What about Childress? Childress would be uh, left. McLeod. Um, I would. Say, I would. McLeod has a bunch of cars, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Speaking. I would. He was a beast pushing Bubba's car down pit row that day. That. Oh yeah. I, I'm like, who the hell is that big guy in the oh. middle with the like skull yeah, on his yeah, face? Yeah. I started looking up pictures. I'm like, that's BJ McLeod. BJ. What does Quinn Hoof drive for? Derek Coat. Quinn Hoof. Right? Star Starcom. Oh, is it Starcom? Starcom. I would definitely say Childress to answer your question. Um Tyler Reddick's been pretty stout. Um Boo-boo. Austin Dillon Austin Dillon. Shut up. Yeah. Austin Dillon's been running pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Um like I said, with Reddick and I know you got. I know. Here we come. Bubba is Here in Childress' car, come. and despite all the nonsense and all the bullshit that's been going on, Bubba has been running well. I, I, I will give you that. Bubba I, has been, and I think a lot of that is again to the due to the Chevy's body changes. Um, no, and the other just thing, like though, is, having, yep, just like Hendrick having, just like Hendrick picking it up. The other you thing, you notice they, they all they all increased. This, like yeah, the yeah. same amount, they did. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like Hendrick might have increased five to six positions, and so did Bubba and, and they did. Childress. You know, even if they were fifteenth place cars, now they're tenth place cars. No, yep. one one team that probably did the opposite there, I would say, would be Ganassi. Ganassi, Ganassi has downgraded. I don't know if it was just Kyle Larson being in that car. Obviously, you know, you guys know he's my driver, but that team has outside of this weekend, they've kind of fallen back compared to hell i would even say front row motorsports yeah, you're not a better year than them yeah you're not wrong um kenza did a hell of a job though this weekend that yeah, did i was so a lot of us were rooting for him not not to get off topic here on that kenza thing but the f1 race i did a parlay but i'm gonna get off topic i, I am but uh <laughs> i did a parlay bet on leclerc and oh, yeah, uh, yeah. matt kenza two dollar bet if they both won those races, I would have won twenty seven hundred dollars on two dollars, and they nice. both finished second. Both of them. <laughs> that was that's amazing. That would be insane. I didn't get to see any of the F one race, but we yeah, were definitely either. once Brandon. Yes, uh, once Danny knocked the wall down. Yeah, uh, I was pulling for Ken's at the big oh, time. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you right Har- now, Harvick has enough wins this season. He's going on. He's it, probably going to yeah, win the championship absolutely. or be second. You know, to see Kansas come in with a little bit of ring rust on him and to step into a fast car, that would have been awesome. And actually, before Denny wailed the wall, Kansas was actually running him down. Yeah, yeah he was with with. Uh, wild hair up his ass too. He wasn't. <laughs> he wasn't just laying back and letting it go like a Cole Custer would. Like to touch back when you were comparing him to John Hunter Nemechek, the difference there is aggression. Yeah, Cole's yeah. Cole smooth and doesn't push the issue, and John Hunter Nemechek is not afraid to push the issue. No, and it puts him in a lot of good positions. And it yeah. does. I mean, even I didn't realize it, but if you go back to Talladega, he was the one that basically uh put got was on the outside and I forget who it was, but um went Eric, right into the wall. Eric Jones. Eric Jones right in front of him. And he was what, fifth at that yep. point or third or fourth yep. almost? All right. So one thing we gotta talk about here with uh Indy, mm-hmm. obviously we had the major pit road accident where That was insane. Zach Price, the rear tire changer from uh Blaney. Blaney's car. Blaney's yep. car basically crawling himself out of uh harm's way there. Who actually hit him? Uh, I saw we uh, Brennan, Brennan, Brennan Poole. Yeah. Brennan Poole. Yep. That was the – I've never – they were – and they literally just talk, talked about that, I think, two laps prior. 
They talked about, about that a ton. It was so. the it was the skinniest, it's the tightest, the tightest pit, pit, pit box, and and, 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 width, and width, width of the, of the overall road. pit yeah. road. Yeah, right. and I mean, and then two laps later, they come in for their what was it the first pit? Tim's in the trouble. The wife pit. just walked on the steps. Oh no! Dun, dun, dun. She's coming down. <laughs> She's coming down for pictures. <laughs> but no, you know, Laura, what are you going to talk? Is, it, it was kind of crazy because, like you're saying, they're talking about it being the tightest pit road, but. Did you guys notice, like, when they were jacking the cars, they were basically out in, in, oh, they're out in, in the they're pit. Like, they yeah, were out in the full pit. three, four feet at, yeah, past at the least. line. Yep. Yep. Especially yeah, the Jackman. That, yeah. was, that was the part that blew my mind, like, when they were first coming in. And they're, you see all the cars coming in, and they, that's when they went uh, side by side. Mm-hmm. NASCAR went side by side. And you're sitting there, you know, there's a stupid commercial on the left, and you're sitting there watching <laughs> a goddamn race on the right. <laughs> And you're and you're like trying to see it out of this little. You have a sixty-something inch TV, and you're like, "Why do I got to watch it at a twenty-seven inch monitor?" So you're sitting there watching it, and you're like, "What the hell's going on?" And then you see every, you see smoke, you see, you see the forty-eight Car make a hard left, yeah, mm-hmm. hard left, and you're like, "Holy hell, is he gonna hit the? Is he gonna hit Blaney's car?" Mm-hmm. And then you see, you see people, people crawling, flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's it actually crazy. It, it's surprising that that shit doesn't happen more, more often. often. Yeah, right. it's insanity. It is. And you know, and they have, I mean. That indie pit road has been that wide yeah, you know, since ever. the duration, you know. But that was a, that was one of the craziest things I've ever. I, I've and I've I haven't you, watched NASCAR that much, or you know that many years. But I mean, that was the first time I ever saw something like that happen. Right, and you were saying so. Zach Price got hit. Zach Price gets so hit. So why a, do we not know about the name of the Jack I knew guy? You're gonna say that. <laughs> so Zach Price ended up with a lower leg fracture and a torn ACL. Um, and he's doing well, and everybody saw when he got taken off from the stretcher and put in the box. Um, he was laughing. Thumbs up and everything. Thumbs yep. up, laughing. And they're it's warriors, nice. but um, and they're athletes. It's mm-hmm. a unique. They are athletes. It's, an, it's a unique breed of. Uh, it's a weird mindset. It, to it is. Turn your back on cars like that. Yeah, you don't right? care 60, about them running your yep. That's down. insane. And, but uh, what Timmy uh, mentioned earlier is the Jackman. He what's his name? Does anybody know his name? Nope. We need Let's, to, we need to look that. Who we need ja- to look it up. Who is Ryan Blaney's Jackman? Let's but the Jackman. Jay's on it. So Jackman. He, he sees it. He sees it. He sees the accident come. Which obviously you can't say. You can't yell to Zach and say, "Hey, you know, get out of the way." There's. It's just too loud. So the Jackman dumps the Jack. He was like a Jack. Like and a jack he rabbit. jumps on top <laughs> of the the roof. roof. Yep. In one and avoided bound, the whole car. Yeah. In one bound, jumps up and over and yep. right and lays there. Right. So on this note, let's. Uh, I don't know what that means. You're making gestures. Yeah, I hear that. Um. Now it's gone. Uh. So on that note about him him launching himself on the roof, um, a lot of these weekend warriors, the pit crews, the guys that jump over the wall, they're all former athletes. Uh, pro football players, pro football players. Oh, really? Yeah. Kinds of that I did not know. Yes, yeah. they that are a lot of a lot, them. lot of college football players that didn't oh, make wow. pro. Yep, yep. they they literally are athletes. They're not just some. A lot of them don't know shit about cars. Yeah, yeah. a lot just, of them are just brought in on a contract and a salary to only pit the car. How yeah, do I don't get that job. Yep. How do I don't um, get that job? There's actually well, a school for you it. You have to be an athlete, right? Oh, I can't do it. Then. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's a few different schools, um, which. We we actually know a a kid that raced at Evergreen Raceway, Matt Mattern. Um, he raced in a factory factory stock division, and he went to one of the pit school uh, or pit crew schools. Jeff Hammond had one called Five On Five, five, five on, on Five, five off. off. Yep. 
and uh, he actually went down there one, and he pit crews um, for a lot of truck and Xfinity teams, um, and he's actually recently has done some pitting for Kyle Busch Motorsports in the uh, Xfinity series. Nice. Um, and he's a local guy here from uh, somewhere up mountaintop Hazleton area, uh, but um, he's a local kid and went down there with, to the school. And, yeah. And he's on TV. Actually, remember when Bubba won that truck race that he got that they said that he cheated in? Yeah, yeah. And he got disqualified. He was actually on that team. And that was uh, Eldora. On Bubba's team? It? No, it wasn't Eldora. It was uh, Kentucky, maybe something like that. I do not remember. I don't know. We need a fact checker here on Bubba's team. Where's Jake? Where's Jake? Uh, <laughs> I'll, it, dial, uh... I'll dial him right up right now. I'll call him. Um, it definitely helps if you know how to turn a wrench. But if you right. don't, and you could perform. That's your only job. I mean, right. you don't you don't freaking put a wheel on in the yep. garage. You you are only there to pit the car. Have you guys ever been to North Carolina? Um, yeah, to, I've, I've driven through North Carolina. Yeah, I've been to the race you, shops and you go to the, the race shops and, and the crews are there and working out and practicing really? on these cars and it's it's insanity to watch. Hendrix actually Where? has like a, a the section out in front of the uh, shop and yep. it looks like a football. Where field. in North Carolina? Yeah, they have like the live pits. Uh, Concord. And, Charlotte. Okay, so uh, if I'm if I'm leaving from here, Pennsylvania, and I'm driving to Myrtle Beach, right? How far out of the way is that? It's like well, eight, Myrtle Beach, eight, nine south, hours right? to Charlotte. Well, I mean, yeah, you go, th- you have to go through North Carolina. So how, f- like, if you're going through North Carolina, how far, a- like, out of the way to go down? To- like, if your plan is to well, go down to South Carolina, eight hours from here to Charlotte. So North Carolina, okay. Um, you're talking. I don't know. I've never been to Myrtle Beach, so. Well, North Myrtle Beach is probably about roughly twelve hours. So probably about you know three four hours before that. Out of the way. It's like okay. eight nine hours to Charlotte yeah. Concord. Yeah. Yeah. So to, okay, uh, Mooresville, uh, Mooresville and Concord. Uh, Hendrick is almost within sight of Charlotte Motor Speedway. Yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, they are. Moore, Mooresville is racing capital, NASCAR capital. Okay, you could probably go to eight to ten shops probably just in Mooresville. Yeah, it's a cool little thing. It looks like a like a almost like an industrial park. Yeah, it's like a cool. massive industrial park, and every building is re- associated with racing. Yeah, I can remember wow. uh, Petty Motorsports was in there. Red Horse Racing, Dale Junior. Uh, Casey Kane racing with the sprint cars. They were in there. Elliot Sadler. Transmission people, rear end people, seat, uh, Martin, seat people. Martin Truex. Uh, yeah, the what's the uh, uh, our headsets that we use? Uh, racing radios. Racing radios was in there. Yeah, Simpson is in there. Uh, One of the pit schools was in there. Mm-hmm. Stuart Haas when they when they first originated. Stuart Haas when uh, they first started in the truck series. I think they, was that what they did in the beginning? I I'm not or no, sure. I'm sorry. Listen to me. I'm a liar. Junior Motorsports. Yeah. I, Junior Motorsports and DEI. Yes. The Garage Mahal is in there, too. They were all in there. It's neat. It's like a pretty cool little... You, it is. I, I didn't know that. I've done you that drive tour. through this like industrial park and it's just all NASCAR everything. shops and it's you're just like walking around with a... I think next cool. time I go down with a, to with South a what? Carolina... You know, I'll have to like a... Over. Oh. Yeah. Like <laughs> a, <laughs> the baby's arm all an apple? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? You're... Okay. <laughs> all right. So... Josh is rolling over right now. Mm-hmm. Let's do a little drum roll here for our contest picks. Get it going. All right, so our results from Indy. Obviously, I picked Matt Kenseth, so he finished second, 40 points for me. Tim, you picked uh, Joey Logano. You got 27 points from that. Josh went with Clint Boyer, uh, got 23 points. And then the fans. Loser! Picked Martin Truex Jr., who uh, did terrible. Did terrible, uh, had the engine troubles, and then got caught up in that... uh, pit lane accident 
and scored one point, which was nice because yeah, because we needed them to stop. None of us are getting pied as of right yeah, now. As of right now, so that's good though. All right, so anybody have any other parting well, shots on Indy let's, here? Let's remind uh, fans that uh, they keep picking prime drivers. They're going to lose them real fast. Well, why do we want to remind them of that? Because it's the right thing to do. Uh, my only takeaway from Indy is uh, the 550 horsepower high downforce package blows. Yeah, big time. Blows terribly. I hate it. There's Takes no way the that the streetcar Camaro ZL1 should have 100 horsepower on the race car <laughs> counterpart. Mm-hmm. The the Xfinity series is the direction that they need to be going. But besides that, I thought it was a, a pretty decent race. You know, yeah. yeah. Actually, this was one of the better races of the year. I would say. Um, you know, you had a decent amount of cautions. Not that cautions make a good race or anything like that. Just there was more excitement. It definitely does. It bunches the group up. Yeah. You know, nobody yeah, nobody just runs away with it. Absolutely. You know, it, it causes mistakes. It causes pit stops. It causes you know a little bit of action. So, so while we're on that topic of cautions, um, this is one that I've kind of been wanting to talk about for a few weeks, and I just always forget it. about it. Say it. This is America. Uh, <laughs> so, what are your it's thoughts? It's dwindling on, quickly. What, what are your thoughts on the stages? So, obviously, when the stage ends, Love though, it. the start of stage two, the caution laps are counted. So, that you're losing, like. you know, 10, usually about 10 laps, let's just say. Because everybody's got a pit, and then they run them around the track, and you're losing 10 laps stage two, 10 laps stage three. Let's not have those caution laps count. And then I think we'd have more racing, better racing, because, you know, you have more time. Fuel mileage Takes is going to be mileage. Uh, yep. another factor because of that. And take it out or put it in. That's okay. just like how yeah. you guys run. Yep. When there's a caution, they don't count. Right. Which, when the first time I went <clears throat> to see you guys, I expected like a NASCAR thing. Like, okay, uh, say there's 75 laps, you're on 60. Well, it's probably going to be four laps. Some of the races we go to, like the Wheel of Modified Tour and stuff, they do count caution. Oh, do they? So just is Evergreen one of the few? No. Everything outside of NASCAR doesn't. Doesn't I mean, count. for the most part, there are some special races, some special yeah, rules. Yeah, after 150 lap like, races uh, or 200 races. Like the Race races. of Champions 250 up at Erie, like they'll they'll count cautions to halfway and then won't count them. Mm. Um, so maybe some of the longer races, but almost every other short track doesn't doesn't count them. They want it if it's thirty laps, it's thirty green laps, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree with you, Dale. Uh, it's I get it. They have a certain amount of time on TV that they could get this stuff in, and that's probably part of it, you know. And but uh, yeah, there's always commercial time. You know, they they lose a lot of laps well, on those deals. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, and then, every other stick and ball sport does a TV timeout. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. So, like, why yep. not yeah. just pause the laps for those deals? The only reason, well, not the only reason, but they take advantage of that. Um, the the fast forward on my DVR goes five minutes at a time. <laughs> and know, when, when, the, when, the, when the stage flag drops and you see who wins, I could fast forward 10 minutes and they haven't restarted the race yeah. yet. Yeah. And all mm-hmm. they do is they give you 45 seconds of a pit stop Yep. And then they jam that 10 minutes with commercials. I think that was a big issue in the beginning when they started this stage stuff was <clears throat> between the TV timeouts. Um, and then they'd come back and there'd be some other issue, you know, which is NASCAR obviously is totally unlike stick and ball sports. And there'd be some other issue. And next thing you know, they're going for five more laps under caution when they come back on TV. Right. And yeah, you're right. Like it definitely interferes with, you know, may- maybe the outcome of the race eventually. Yeah, definitely. Um, but like you, Jay, you mentioned like the TV time. Obviously, they have a lot of time that they're allowed to have. But hell, 
we've had rain every week now, and each one of these broadcasts has been six, eight hours anyway. So. And they're yeah. starting at four in the afternoon for whatever Which reason. Which is ridiculous. But, well, I, I, the reason is because of TV. They want them to they start want that prime time. I mean, they, they've they been vocal about, about it that they... they but the Jesus, reason they're starting that late. It's a Sunday. They, they, right. You know, like Talladega ran into the dark. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they, they were one caution away from not finishing Talladega because of darkness. But it's ridiculous. And if they would have started at Pocono noon, they, got, the same way. they don't have to worry about fans. They don't have to worry about anything. They can move that time anywhere. And right. the only reason they're doing it is because of TV schedule. But it's ridiculous. What else is on TV? Golf? Yeah. Well, like, in, hey. Snoozer. <laughs> the other thing you got to think about, too, is, um, you know, the West Coast where. Four equals one for them. So, yeah, when it was starting at noon every week. Didn't it stop granted, them all them years where it was it, one o'clock start no, times yeah, no matter no, what. Right. But maybe move it down to like two, two thirty or something. How many people in California? None. Colorado or anywhere out there. Really hey, you got Auto Club out there, Sonoma. There's got to be yeah. some race fans. Granted, the stands are. Northern, Northern California. Yeah. Yeah, Southern California is all motocross. Northern California, I mean, that's where Harvick's from. They have a couple short tracks, right? And I get that, know. but it's like, but for years, like, oh we, no, we no. never considered that. No, we never did. And, and now with the TV stuff and being the way it is, and it's honestly, COVID time. Yeah, you can't you can't start a Pocono race at four p.m. We all know how that's gonna. Ugh, Although rain. it was a shortened one, so they made it. But if you end up doing the four hundred miles, most likely you're not making that. True. Very true. All right, so now it's time for our gas and go segment. So, first question here, um, we're going to go with Cole Custer. You know, now that he's got the top five, first one of the year, Tim, what do you think? Will he get back in t- contention for rookie of the year? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I'm going to change the tires on that one. Um, he's only had uh, one top five. One top five. Two top tens. His uh, average finish is uh, 21.5. His average start is 21.4. So um, I don't think so. Well, you can't really I look at needs, start for anything. I, I know, but, I mean, he's really not <laughs> changing anything. So I, th- I think he's going to need one more. I think he needs a win. I think he needs a win. For me, to be even in anywhere near that contention. All right. So, Brandon, what do you think? I'm gonna agree with Timmy. Um, I, I think that uh, he's in good equipment, and I think he really hasn't shown us too much yet. Nope. Um, he's definitely doing better than the previous driver that was in that car. Right. I don't even know if I'd go that far. Maybe not. Yeah, I guess not. But all right, um, yeah, I don't think no. I would. Jay, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to change the tires on that one. He, uh, <clears throat> you can't deny the equipment he's in. Uh, Harvick has won what five so far of the last like seven or eight, something like that. Um, you know that whole camp. Uh, Boyer's had some bad luck and stuff, and that whole camp has run good, and he's the the bottom of the barrel out of uh, Stuart Haas there. No, I agree with you guys. I'm going to change the tires on this one, too. I just, I don't know. I never expected to say Cole Custer is probably going to be one of the ones at the end of the Rookie of the Year uh, chase, but it's looking out to be that way for me. All right. right. So next up. Yeah, next one. Eric Almaroa. 
you know, five top fives in a row now. What do you guys think? Uh, has he done enough now to keep that seat in that 10 car for next year? So, Jay, let's start this one off with you. Uh, honestly, I'm not sure uh, what to give you here. I, th- I think it's uh, – I'll go I'll – go, I'll go gas and go um, only because I think his personality – I think it's going to come down to sponsorship dollars. Smithfield. <clears throat> I, right. don't, I don't think it's going to be – I think his performance in the car has been fine. It's not – out of this world, I think it's going to be just like a Suarez thing. If he could bring enough money back to the team next year to run a full year, um, I think he has it, you know, and, and the car is performing. Um, but it's going to be whether his sponsors want to stick with him. Right? Yeah, I'm going to jump in here too. Uh, I'm going to rev the engine. I'm going to agree with Jay here. Like you said, you know, he's looked really good. Um, we know our uh, host, Josh. At the beginning of the year, was very adamant that what the hell is Eric Almirola doing? Mm-hmm. What's why? How is he still in the top ten in points? Mister Hill, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> and I mean, honestly, since that statement, uh, five top fives in a row now. Um, hey, we could even see it being six after Kentucky this week, right? So, Tim, what are you going to do on this one? I'm going I'm to agree with you, uh, absolutely. Agree with you. I think uh, his uh, five top fives. Um, he's had eight top tens. Um, I think uh, I think he's going to do well. I think uh, we'll have to sit and wait. I mean, I've seen worse drivers. I think we've all seen worse drivers in the 10 do worse and and do pretty well on it. So um, I think uh, I think he's going to stay in the 10 next year. I think he'll be all right. I think he's going to be safe. I mean, everything's got to, you know, fold into the – fold into I I can't think of what I'm saying but it's got to fold into what he wants to do and I think it's going to come down to him does he want to yeah, stay it's in again, that it's going to be or? him it's it, I you think, think? he's going to stay I think he will be asked to stay but I think uh it's all going to be up to the owner on that one so Brandon what do you think now that, that you're he ready used to be your boy there I I agree with Timmy um <laughs> I uh, actually agree with all you guys. Um, Four-way. He's in good equipment. He has a good sponsor behind him. I think Smithfield's going to back him up the whole time. Um, I think Camarol is – I think he's he's in contention for wins every week. He has been lately. Yeah, and I think eventually I think they're going to fall. I could see him getting one or two this year, definitely. One good point to not go down – I'm not trying to go down the political side of things. Oh, boy. Here we go. You know, they – are pushing for diversity and inclusion and stuff. And he right. is what half Cuban or three quarter Cuban or something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. He is. So he, he does have a side that, you know, he could play here. Right. I, I remember I seeing those videos of him going down to Cuba yeah, with the family. to his family. That's yep. the one thing I don't like is NASCAR is trying to push their way into this. I mean, just let it be. It feels just, just run your races, play your sport. Yeah, there's been a lot of, there's NASCAR's no been reason. Obviously been taking a lot of, yeah, uh, there's no reason to jump in the last few weeks. Yeah, Whoop just like that. There's no reason to jump into this. <laughs> yeah. If it happens to come in, then it, it does, but I think uh, NASCAR needs to back off. I agree. All right, well, let's save that one for a couple questions down the line here because that one may come up again. Here we go. Um, all right, so obviously we all commented about how we really liked the Xfinity race at Indy. What do you guys think? Uh, would you like to see the cup cars on that road course next year? Yes. All right, so we're going to start with you, Brandon. Yes. I think that was pretty cool. Um, 
it was it wasn't like a like somebody stole the show like we see a lot at Soma yeah. and stuff. It, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of passing. There was a lot of uh, changes for the lead, and uh, yeah, I'm definitely all for it. So Jay, what do you think? Yeah, definitely. And my main reason is uh, little spoilers, little splitters, and big power. And right. That road course would bring back the 750 horsepower motor. Yeah. And no fins on the cars, and let them slide around and bang into each other, and not right. be stuck to the ground like right. an IndyCar. Right. All right. So we know Jay likes little things and big power. Big power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll accept. Now that. we know why Steph likes you. Whoa. <laughs> oh, there it is. There, it yeah, is. there we go. There, there it go. is. All right, Timmy. What do you think of this? I, I got to. I got a third that one. I think it's uh, it's different. I think it's going to be pretty neat to see them guys run that because uh, I think we talked about it already that it's there's no banking there. It's all it's all flat land. Pretty much, besides when they come out into turn one, I mean it's all flat. And the the cool thing about coming out of turn one, how fast are you going coming out? Uh, they're clicking from third to fourth, so probably one hundred and exactly five I mean, hundred fifty. Yeah, who knows? Really with what? no practice, Something like with that. no practice, yeah. the turns. So, I mean, it'd be pretty like neat. Eight. Eight degrees anyway. Or something yeah, I mean they're like relatively so. flat. It's, yeah, but... it's still it's still a turn. Yeah, it's still a turn but... at you know rel- uh, relatively a, a high speed. Right. And if they want a little bit more of that, they can take out that little uh, that little dog leg they put in between mm-hmm. right. turns. Right. I mean going right. backwards between turns one and two, they had that little inner loop. Um, I mean that's optional. Have, yeah. Have, they could they could dump them out into two. They definitely have options. They yeah. could oh, dump yeah. them out into two and have them run most of two and all of right. one wide open if they want a little bit more of a straightaway or something. You right. Know, but so I'm actually gonna. Here we go. I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna change the tires. And the only reason I'm gonna do that is just for nostalgia purposes. I would like to see. I would like to see them do maybe like a Wednesday race. Uh. Uh, at like the road course and then like a Sunday race on the normal track, something like that. Even if maybe it's Saturday, Sunday kind of yeah. thing. I, I just think they still need to run the normal track. You give me a round car that isn't on bump springs with no side skirts and isn't sucked to the ground. And I'll agree with you. Well, I mean, but just, you know, a couple minutes ago, we even said that this was one of the better races that we've seen this year. One of the last 15. <laughs> <laughs> he has you there. He has you there. I, I know most of the races at Indy. Name the last be. Indy race that you could remember that was really good. Was when all the tires were blowing off. Jimmy Johnson won. Yeah, when all the had, tires when were blowing when they off had, when, when they had twenty lap cautions because yeah. they couldn't hold a right front. Tony yeah. Stewart was ready to defund but, Goodyear. <laughs> yeah, it's just a nostalgia kind of thing, you know. Obviously, it's Indy. I want to see the Indy cars there mainly than Cup more than anything, but. That's Dale hates mean. everything good. Yes, he does. Uh, we're going to get down the barbecue chips. And, oh, Middlesworth. Uh, Here we that, go. What's that stupid movie you oh, like? Oh, Brandon's already lighting he also, the fire. Stupid he, he movie. He also hates Daisy. Can we talk he about this for a second? Confused. Hold on. Yeah. Right, you have 15 right. seconds to talk yeah. about this. 15. F NASCAR for a second. <laughs> Dale doesn't think that Days to Confuse is a good movie. Never saw it. He said there's no point. You either? Never saw Thank it. you. Thank oh you. Oh my too. God. So this never is complete horseshit. He, he probably also Don't hates... use dare pound him. Hey. I'll break your wrist. He probably this is never ridiculous. Saw. He probably also horseshit. hates Days of Thunder. All right. Oh no, I love Days of <laughs> That's Thunder. That's stupid. Listen. This is this is just That's utter Jay. bullshit. Um No, we need to have a whole segment about why Dale is such an idiot and has such poor choices. When we're movies. done here. All right, when we're, we're done we're, here. We're gonna move on to the Xfinity oh, yeah, series. Back in the ranch. Get back. 
Wheels are falling off the <laughs> Wheels are falling off. All right, so Xfinity here. Um, obviously, everybody thought going into the year, Ross Chastain, it was probably his year. Um, still no wins. Uh, Justin Haley has wins for that team. Alex, or Alex, wow. Alex. AJ Allmendinger has wins for that team. Um, Should have taken some of Dinger's Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you guys think? Do you think uh, Ross Chastain is a true contender for that championship? So let's start with Jay with this one. Yeah, I think he still is. I think he's he's easily proven that he has the talent and the aggression. And, uh, you know, sometimes the races just don't come together for you. And he hasn't clicked one off yet, you know. Um, it'll happen eventually. It'll happen. Yeah, it'll, happen. it'll happen. He has eventually. it. He's, he's up there. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. I think he's got to warm up. All right, so, Tim, what are you thinking? I think uh, I think that uh, Ross Chastain, he already has the – the two wins, uh, Vegas and Daytona, which I mean everybody knows Daytona is Daytona. I guess you could say uh, he led 49 laps at Daytona, uh, 180 at Vegas, um, 10 top fives. I mean he's he's he's, he's, he's there. He's just not winning. He's good. He's not he's not as far as he needs to be, but I think he's he's good. I think he will get. He only there. needs one win to be there. That's all he needs. Yeah. It's just one. And I mean honestly, let's be honest. He'll he'll point his way in and even if he doesn't get a win at this point. Right. So Brandon, what do you think? You think he's a contender still for the championship? No, I think he's definitely a contender. I've been on the Ross Chastain bandwagon for a couple of years now. Um He's solid. Like Jay said he's aggressive. <laughs> oh my god, Timmy, that was weird. Um he's aggressive. Um He's a hell of a driver. He's got a lot of talent. He just hasn't been in the right equipment. And every time he gets put in the right equipment, he capitalizes. Um, so, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Ross Chastain fan. He is not afraid to move anybody. That nope. is for sure. Or nope. uh, he likes throw blocks rolling. to yeah, you know keep blocks. that position. So, obviously, me saying that is kind of a segue for my uh, – I believe he is still a championship contender as well. So this next one, uh, obviously we've been talking about that 48 car all year. Uh, there's some rumors going around for who could be potentially in contention for that car. Um, some of the names thrown around from what I saw, uh, John Hunter Nemechek was one, um, Chase Briscoe, uh, Eric Jones, and then one that really stood out to me, Bubba Wallace. So do you think Bubba Wallace is a legitimate contender to be in that 48 car next year. So, Brandon, obviously, Bubba, Obviously, we got to go to Brandon I first. am going to start with you. This is horse shit. Um, I'm a big Bubba fan. I, uh, if he goes to the 48, it is going to be a big political stunt. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I, don't, I, I just can't see it happening. I don't think NASCAR, Rick Hendrick, I don't think they're <laughs> So you're going to change the tires on that one. Yeah. You don't see it happening. I don't think Hendrick is that dumb. He's a good businessman, but I think that's uh, going down a, a different route than he Slippery wants to Slippery slope. I'm not saying too much. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, that's Can't get really. I, and I think Bubba has a ton of talent, um, and I think he does deserve a good ride. But I think this is a bad time for it. Tim, what do you think? I think, I'm a, I guess I can agree with uh, Brandon. It's, I think, right now, I mean, if this was a year earlier, I think, okay, you know, if if, if he's going to go, he's going to go, he's going to make it. But 
with everything going on, I can't see him going into the 48 legitimately because of his talent. I think there's a reason under everything of why he would be called up to run the 48. I can't see any other reason. I, I, Anybody else see why he'd run a 48 car? Run the Chevy 48? I can't see that. It's I think because NASCAR has put him in the spotlight so much in the last couple of months. But it's not just NASCAR. You though. can't it's... deny his talent, though. I mean, I, I'm not denying I mean, his talent. He's in the 43 cars, but I'm I don't like... think he's good enough. <sighs> Man, it, it, it's not like all of a sudden NASCAR... You know, decided all of a sudden we're going to put Bubba Wallace in good equipment so he can finish top ten. That's not the case. He's still in shit. Richard yeah, he's in equipment, terrible equipment. Yeah, and, and, and which is literally in a pole barn behind Richard Childress's shop. Right, and he's still having good runs. He's, yeah, he's playing and decent. It's, it's it's not rigged. Like Jesus Christ, these are mechanical. Like these, these are freaking race cars. They're not. I would never say it was rigged, but I'm just saying I think if just like with. I mean, not to get off topic, but with the, the Colin Kaepernick thing, the dude has talent. The dude has if he talent. puts, if they, if if you put him in to the forty-eight car, if you put him in the forty-eight car, I think it's just a political stunt. With everything going on, NASCAR is trying their ass off to get into this political crap that's going on. Put, oh my god, that's what I think. I, I, I'm. I'm That's like, my opinion. You don't like it? No, I, no I, I appreciate your opinion. <laughs> I just hate the fact that everybody's. Going at NASCAR's throat, they're going at Bubba's throat because all this bullshit. I get it. Yeah, it sucks. And I and, think that's and, the only reason think, why. And if I think it NAS- was to happen. I think NASCAR is kind of just sitting back and going, "Okay, this is what we have to do so that we can keep our ratings and this and that." Da, 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 da. But you cannot deny Bubba Wallace's talent. Whether he's fucking black, white, yellow, orange, purple, I don't care. I don't deny he's his talent. He's still a good driver. Yeah. He, everybody was all about him before. He, everybody, everybody was all about him before. I've Seriously. never been about him. Wait, when, when was anybody about Bubba? I was Get never f- about him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I was never about Bubba. Fuck you ever, guys. Ever. This is bullshit. Ever. Bubba Wallace is a good driver. Seriously. He's a decent driver, yes. But I think as of this as of twenty twenty, the year twenty twenty, to put him in obviously in my perspective, the forty eight has always been closer to me Look than anybody at the else. Trash equipment that he's in. I right know now. that and I understand fan. that, but I think moving him to the forty eight is Look at Alex to, Bowman. To Look go to, over to Hold on. To go let's to over ta- Hendrick Motorsports. Let's talk about our boy, Alex Bowman. I think he's doing awesome. The showman. Yes, the showman Bowman. You took him out of shit Baldwin equipment. He got fired because he wasn't good at running RC cars. and Just watch yourself driving around Manny Coke. <laughs> and then they, they all of a sudden, they put him in the 88 car uh, to replace uh, Dale in Phoenix. And he ran the, he ran the whole race so, up front. So in other words. Well, and now look at him. Now he's got some wins in the 88. Well, so in other words, you're saying any of the wins that came in the 88 really didn't require that much talent. <laughs> ah, well. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Either way, um, I'm not knocking Bubba's talent. I'm just saying I think if Hendrick takes Bubba, just it would be a political stunt. I said that just I like I with said. That. With, but saying like that Bubba doesn't have talent is bullshit. Whoever takes whoever picks him up, it's it's a political gain for them. I, and, it's the and same I, thing, and I agree with that. And, and you know what? That, that's the unfortunate. Keep him thing where is, he's at. He's playing well where he's at. Keep him but, where he's at. But that's the, the other unfortunate that, thing though. is that is that if he goes anywhere else, everybody's going to say it's a political stunt because that's everybody's that's everybody's card now. It's bullshit, right? Let's look at talent for what it is. Whether, like I said, whether he's black, white, purple, yellow, whatever. Seriously, 
No, and he, he has had a good year. He's had a couple good runs. Um, we'll see what happens throughout the rest of the year. So I'm honestly going to change the tires here as well. It, it's nothing against his talent. I don't think that uh, – I mean, I think I could see him in a better ride. I just don't necessarily think it's the 48. I don't think Hendrick's going to go down that route. Um, there's a lot of other drivers with more better resumes that are going to be available. Right. Uh, so, Jay, what do you right. think? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna deny. Outside of this, if this was 2017 or none of this stuff happening, <clears throat> I think Bubba's talent. Don't, would capitalize in the 48. Don't you dare piss Brandon off. I think his talent would capitalize in the 48. He he's, ran, he's ran good in Gibbs equipment. He's ran good in Roush equipment. Um, I think even if it was a sincere move and they hired him only based on that, you're never going to get away from the storyline that no. they took him in right. because he's half black. And, and exactly. that's honestly the same thing exactly. like Timmy bring up Colin Kaepernick. He's, exactly. That's another reason why I don't think teams are going for him is because right. they don't want all that publicity. And, and I think I think Rick Hendrick, I don't want to use the word classy. I think he doesn't like that turmoil or that drama around him. No, he's kept all of his drivers pretty straight, wrapped narrow. up tight. Yep, they're not loudmouths. They're yeah, he, not causing he ex- issues. He they're experienced. Not... Uh... Kyle Busch, some some shit back yeah. in the heyday. He, but even he, before he let, Kyle Busch, he, he yeah. let Kyle Busch go, when, and Jeff Bodine was an issue, yep. and he got Richmond. him under under wraps. Um, yeah, Tim Rich, you know he, yeah. he and Tim wasn't even a drama queen off the track. He had a lot of a lot of Playboy issues. stuff going yeah. on, but he wasn't like no, he, was he, he wasn't driver. He wasn't fighting and mean or wrecking people. But Rick doesn't like that kind of drama around nope. him, and I think that. Like I said, even if Bubba brought twenty million dollars to the table and it was a sincere "I want you to run here," I don't think Rick will do it because no, of the storyline that'll come with it. And, and Bubba, go ahead. I'm sorry. And honestly, I I think Bubba has more talent than Alex Bowman. I really do. Um, looking at him run uh, smaller cars and the trucks and everything, he's he's done more than Alex has to this point, besides Alex's couple cup wins. Right. And Alex's only success has been in Hendrick equipment. You know, Bubba's done it in, in other things. So yeah. I'll know. agree with that. He's and had to work it. He's had to work through it. He has. He, he's been through, and no pun intended, but he's fought a lot of diversity mm-hmm. in his career. And um, I, I, I really think he's a good driver. He he runs uh, Legends cars a lot still, often. And, yeah. he, and he does very well in them. And Jay, you bring up like you know his resume and stuff. I think the thing that impressed me the most about Bubba was when he actually won the race at Eldora. Yeah, in the trucks. Yeah, yeah. That how about that? Never on yeah. dirt. Never been on dirt. Goes out there and leads almost when the whole that, thing. When did that happen? Uh, was that that we was the there. second year, right? Yeah, we were there. Uh, so we went there. First year was thirteen, so it would have been 14. 14. 14. 14. Wow. He won. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And that's so kind of what broke that, him into that, the scene, too. That was his first year in trucks. He put him on a dirt track and a heavy truck, and he's never driven on dirt. And goes out there and whoops up on Kyle Larson and some of these dirt guys that were brought in as ringers. I want to say whoops up on him. Uh, oh. He clearly won that, and Larson knocked the wall down. <laughs> I was tr- going to say, trying, trying to, to catch trying him. To, didn't catch him, knocked the wall down trying to catch and him. The, well, that's a dude that on his way to catching him. 
Uh, Basically, the truck gave up after hitting the wall about 60 times. Well, regardless. It isn't a video game, man. You can't ride the wall forever. That's right. <laughs> There's no restart. Oh, Larson. Murmur, murmur, murmur. <laughs> hey, Stuart Haas next year. You heard it here first. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> honestly, yeah, honestly, and, Haas next year. and this is going to be controversial. I think oh Larson has a better shot at that 48 than Bubba does right now. That's um, true. I but, I don't, so? but but then again, is Rick going to go there? No, the other Probably aspect not. is that uh, Chevy already dropped him. So I don't, I don't, I don't see yeah, Chevy. Ganassi don't dropped him. No, Chevy, no, Chevy, Chevy dropped, him. Chevy Chevy dropped, dropped him, too. him too. Yeah, Chevy dropped yeah, him too. Yeah, Chevy told him to bounce in. So that's why I think Stuart Haas is the only place. I'll that... bet you there's a Chevy motor in them sprit cars he's running. Mm-hmm. There is. You got damn right it is. Is there but really? There's no Chevy logo on those cars. Nope. Know. That's funny. But I, I'll be honest with you guys. I, I pictured him at Front Row Motorsports this year running a car. like Larson? Larson. Really? And yeah. I don't think Larson. I, think I don't think he's three. racing this year again. I, but when this first all happened, I figured a team like that would pick him up. I think Larson's doing pretty well running Outlaws right now. Damn cha-ching, right. cha-ching. He's How many races? What did he go, eight or won? nine wins in a row? Unreal. And then he skipped eight one out of nine. and then won like another two? Hey, and these aren't two, three thousand, four thousand no. win races. These are ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar races that he's winning. And you're winning them daily. It, exactly. Not you're winning them yeah. every other weekend. Yeah, you're winning them daily. Yet he literally won like seven it was seven, seven out in of a row. ten days. Seven that in was a row. In ten days. And then finished second. Yep. And then won the next two. So it was and like nine out of ten. He, he, was, he won nine out of the ten speed week races. Yep. And 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 the, the originally hurting. when he won those seven in a row, nope. And they were ten thousand plus races to win. One of them I know for sure was definitely a twenty thousand dollar to race win. So let's just say he ran around a he ran one he won a hundred thousand dollars in a week and a half. And that's better than most people are doing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, let's be honest, though. That <laughs> that's more that, than Quinn Hoof's getting. That, that's kind of pocket <laughs> change. Quinn, Quinn's paying himself. Yeah, that's pocket change, though, to what he would win in a cup race. Right. You know, obviously, the driver's not getting. They're getting salary, they're getting and they get a little bit of commission. And, you right. know, maybe twenty percent of the purse or something like that. I don't that. think it's that much, to be honest. With Looks you. like he's having a lot of fun, not, with, not making a lot of money. Right. 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 Well, I'm not right. saying he's not he's making smiling. a lot. Right. I mean, he's selling right. a lot of merchandise as well, where he's now getting his own merchandise money. And he's and getting everything. a lot. He's getting a lot. Spend a lot more time with his family. Absolutely. Right. Yep. And I don't mean his wife and his kid. I mean like the rest of his family, because a lot of his uh, friends and family help out with his. Yeah, I mean that's how right. he's met his it's wife, awesome. Brad uh, Sweet. Yeah, yeah, Brad Sweet. Yep. 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 You, want, you want the knife? About to shot gun. Bears. I'll shotgun a bear. All right, right so we got a full race schedule coming up for this week with um, actually race tomorrow for Xfinity. Uh, Josh's favorite right. sunglasses, the Shady yes, Rays, sir. 200, 8 p.m. on FS1. Friday, we got Xfinity as well. Um, Double header for them, which I didn't even realize. I don't know if anybody else realized that one. Nope. I didn't. Nope. So we got. Friday night Xfinity with uh, the Alsco 300 again on FS1. It's a whole FS1 weekend, basically. Yes, sir. Saturday, we got the ARCA race, which will be a snooze fest like usual. Um, best things to do is tune in for Haley Deegan. Um, that's 2.30 on FS1. And then Saturday, we also have the trucks running in the Buckle Up in Your Truck 225 at 6 on FS1. So, apparently, you don't have to buckle up unless you're in a truck at this point. Um, and then Sunday, we got the NASCAR Cup Series, Quaker State 400, presented by Walmart. 
um, ironically, at 2.30 on FS1. Um, I think this is going on the 10th time that the Cup Series is going to be visiting Kentucky. So in the field, we have a few past winners. We've got Brad Keselowski with three wins, Kyle Busch with two, Martin Truex Jr. with two, Matt Kenseth with one, and then Kurt Busch also with one. So that this, brings us... This is the 10th tenth, tenth time they're there? 10th yeah. time for my uh, Hopefully there isn't an 11th. I was thinking right. the same thing. This is one race I can't not think of one good thing to say about Kentucky, really. And they're going to double it up with the big track at Nashville next right. year. Absolutely. Yeah. So, let's... <laughs> All right. So, rundown of our current standings here before we do our picks for Kentucky this week. We have Tim uh, in first place with 463 yeah. points. We got Josh in second. Real close with 461. Miss you, Josh. Um, I'm in third with 433. And then we have the fans in last currently uh, with 413. All right, so now comes the fun stuff. We got our picks. So with me being in uh, third place from the Joes, um, I go first. So this driver uh, obviously has won here before two times. Um, I am going to go with Kyle Busch, an average finish of 4.7 on this track, uh, worst finish of 12th in all the races there. So this is going to be my last use of Kyle Busch for this year. So hopefully he ends up uh, scoring me some good points. It's a really good pick because I think he just got the pole. Didn't he? Get the poll. I you? have not seen any of that. I'm almost positive he has the poll now. Well, let's hope so because that'll be. I'm good. almost positive he does, which would be a great pick for you. That'd yeah, be great. Definitely. And then uh, we have Josh texting in this pick this morning. Uh, if I didn't already use him, I would have gone with this pick. Uh, he's had three races there, all finishing in the top ten, two top fives. So Josh is going with. Eric Jones. This is a really good pick. I mean, he's 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 pretty solid in Kentucky, so I think uh, Josh is going to have a solid finish for this one. Yeah, definitely. Let's just hope not too solid of a finish. Yeah, no, he needs to finish before me or after me. After. I'm just, I'm not going to even touch that one, Tim. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah, he needs to finish. He just needs to finish. Anyway, so anyway, Tim, who do you got for this race? I, uh, I was very surprised, and I, I even said in our uh, little group message uh, that uh, Josh took Eric Jones because uh, I, I thought for sure he would have taken uh, Brad Keselowski, which uh, my backup was Chase Elliott, and then uh, my backup to that in case you took Brad and he took Chase or vice versa was going to be Joey Logano. I'd have used him up. But uh, I'm trying to punch ahead as much as I can before I start taking uh, lower drivers. But so you uh, think this is a lower driver? No, not right now. But I mean, for the uh, if if you guys were to take my two drivers, I was gonna go down further as much as I can to try and start because uh, you know we're gonna have to take smaller drivers here eventually. But uh, I took uh, Brad Kozlowski for this one. I mean, he has three wins here. He's uh, he's always very been very dominant on this track. So uh, I'm hoping he can score me a, a solid amount of points 
so I can jump ahead enough where I can start taking uh, lower drivers for this. Yeah, I mean, Kozlowski's won there three times. He's got a pretty sweet-looking ride for this weekend with that snap-on car. Um, right. So, fans, just so uh, you know, we're going to put the poll up later tonight most likely tomorrow based on when this is going on right now. So you'll be able to vote. Keep in mind that you cannot use any driver more than twice. So you've already used some of the drivers and I will put that out there. So just for fun here. Yeah. Let's see what these guys guys got picks. So Brandon, uh, what do you think for this weekend at Kentucky? So I'm going to take Martin Truex. Um, I think he's pretty stout at tracks like this. Um, Pretty stout Two everywhere. wins already there, right? So um, I'm going to take Truex. I think uh, he's been running well. He's been, he's been in the mix, yeah. um, and I think he's going to have a breakout here, and he's going to get the win. Good. Uh, I I'll go I'll go out on a limb here and say William Byron. There you go. That's a, I think that's a risky uh, pick. you know it's a it's a 550 horsepower track. Chevys have been rolling. Hendrick mm-hmm. cars have been fast, and. Uh, it's a risky pick. I, I think it's uh, risky. It's, uh, or I throw some money on risky. It. It's a high odds. It's it's a good odds pick. I mean, he's been running well. Yeah, he has. Get on, get on, fans. So you think Byron set a chase for this? If you're going out on the, I think because Chase already has a win that if it comes down to any kind of gamble, they're going to gamble aggressively and with a 24 car. I yeah, agree with true. That. Right. You know that doesn't always work out. That's Chase a, is in. That's a 20 or 30 percent shot if they gamble yeah, at the end. And I don't think it's going to be that exciting of a race where it's going to be like a, you know, three, four, or five cautions in the last fifty laps. I think yeah. it's going to come down to fuel mileage and a tire game. And you know, I hate these fuel mileage races. It's good. I, I honestly think it's. I agree with Jay there too. I think it's going to be a, a deal where one or two cars are going to kind of dominate the beginning, and the next thing you know, I think fuel mileage and tire game is going to come in in third stage. And I agree with them. And I think uh, they're going to gamble. There's a lot of teams that are going to gamble. Because right now, like, what the hell do you have to lose? Nothing. I mean, unless you're, well, I mean, Harvick and Hamlin are definitely going to be gambling. Right. They've got nothing to lose at right. this point. Right. Just wait, race wins and you just gotta uh, beat. You've got to beat them. That's it. You have to beat those two drivers. Regardless yeah. of where you're at now, because they're running yeah, like crazy much. now. They're running good. Yeah. <laughs> Hamlin hit smoke in the wall, blowing that tire. Remember how many times, or remember how many times. How many times have you, personally, you guys, our listeners, how many times have you met, had said, like, when Kyle Busch or somebody was leading a race, you were like, man, he wish he would blow a tire and smoke the wall. Bam. And then your favorite driver, whoever's behind him, can win it, right? That shit happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it, yes. and it but, but, man, did he smoke the wall. Like, he did. He man, did he cream the he wall. He smacked it. And I wouldn't say that it's not going to – I mean, I'll say that it won't affect him – Maybe a week or two down the road, right? Right. But there's no way that didn't rattle him. Ooh, oh, you know? yeah. so, had to absolutely with, with with no practice and no qualifying. You're gonna come right. out. You're gonna back in that car. Mm-hmm. You think about that hit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When you start making yeah, you do. hairy moves, mm-hmm. you know it might go away in a week or two, but to come right back into something. Yep. You know. How about being the car behind him? Well, well he obviously, Harvick. he didn't hit the wall. Harvick, basically. Har- no, but <laughs> how about watching? Him cut that tire, well, and watching a car smash the wall so hard. But everybody knows like that's the feels, risky take. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, you know, like, absolutely, yeah. yeah but I mean, I mean, it's 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 still scary. Even even they uh, showed it on NASCAR. Him on uh, rate on his radio 
asking his crew chief well, to ask if Denny was okay. Right. Yeah, right. basically instantly as soon as he Absolutely. hit the wall and yeah. passed him, he's like, Hey, I, hope I mean Denny's that was okay. that was that was a hard hit. That's a really hard hit. You know what the thing is too is is you know, we talk about it being a team sport. So uh I'm not sure when you guys remember what was the other Gibbs car where they said like they saw Danny blow that tire and smack the wall and they said now he was concerned about his right front, yeah. about whether that was going to... Well, Eric, yeah. Eric Jones, Jones. Eric Jones hit earlier in the race. He yeah, cut he one and hit it. just as hard. Okay. And they, they were saying, like, they're worried about, like... Because like, a lot of them go there. And yeah. Let's, let's face it. They're, you know, they have these... these uh, uh, Jay, what are they called? The... Uh, the Safer bears. Give me Hans. a clue. The posts in the garage. The, the posts. Oh, like the the seven posts, the shaker machines. Yeah, which, which a lot of... They use these to figure out setups for springs and shocks and stuff uh, uh, going into these tracks. Like front end geometry and yeah, all that stuff. Like right. They, they so, basically tie the, the car down to a hydraulic machine that drags, it pulls the car down into the position it would be on the track to figure out camber, caster, Ackerman, all that stuff. Now, I just want to point right. out, though, what Brandon was actually showing us was milking a cow. <laughs> That's what I thought he was doing. I thought he was milking well, a cow. Yeah, I, heard, I heard posts ha- and stroking ha- motions. He, he, moved, he moved away from the mic, and he started milking a cow. And I was have like, I not said I'm just going to let him do whatever he wants. Have I not said that I'm just a dummy behind Brandon's, the wheel? Brandon's <laughs> Jay, been here before. Jay, Let's let him do whatever he wants. Between Jay and my uncle, uh, I, I am literally the dummy behind the wheel. And he's here right now, so he can help me out with this. But I was trying to talk about this the last time I was on about it being not being a dumb man's sport it's an engineering sport and jay just hit on that um so these teams they go on these rigs and they set their cars up so their cars going to the track are pretty similar with setups mm-hmm. they adjust a little bit you know for drivers uh um you know like their like their preference like right. how, how loose they want it you know, right. 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 just like we talked about earlier with kyle bush where right and Jimmy jo- Jimmy Johnson was very vocal about always wanting the car as loose as he could possibly stand it. Right. And I, there's a lot that don't like it that way. Right. Know? So when they go to the track and, you know, say 30, 40, 50 laps in, uh, and we'll say Eric Jones, and I know it was a little bit later in the race, but he blows a right front tire and smokes the wall. Well, now for the rest of the day, the rest of the Gibbs teams are concerned. They're yeah, they're worried. Boy, because their cars are almost set up identically. It was probably, exactly. from, it was probably from Camber. I would guess. Yeah, you would think. Um, can, <laughs> I saw a picture where the inner the inner edge of the tire was corded, Smoked. and the cords were coming apart. Smoked. And uh, camber is grip. You know, the more camber you could put in the car without popping a tire is is grip and and speed on the racetrack. So, the the more aggressive you can be with the camber on the car, you're going to gain more grip and the faster right. you're going to go. But if you end up on a with Indy having such long straightaways with a little bit of toe out and a lot of negative camber, and you're dragging that inside edge of the tire. You're eventually going to wear it out. And, uh, and right, the Gibbs right. cars showed that they they were probably aggressive on camber, right. and they they were wearing out that right front. I'm not sure what happened. So while we're talking about being aggressive on something here, you know, mm. you brought up his name just before. Um, Jimmy Johnson, we heard, is already cleared after COVID nineteen, missing uh, the race at Indy. He is now cleared to race this weekend. What do you guys here? think? You think that's a little uh, aggressive to bring well, coming back after one week? Well, well the rule is to hear what happened is that he tested positive for antibodies months ago. Yeah, he got his antibody test. Yeah, and then his wife had it. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, his wife had it first. That was the thing. Oh. His wife had it first. That's what I heard. Okay, 
and then he had gotten tested from you know their regular NASCAR testing, yeah. and in that Na- I guess it's NASCAR maybe NASCAR's rule where you get tested one, and then it can be a minimum twenty four hours later to get tested again. Yeah, something like that. If you show two negative tests, you're cleared, which is crazy if you think about it, because everybody else, if you're tested positive, fourteen you have quarantine. fourteen days, you got to stay at home and do nothing. But I, he had a a, a big uh, video before the Indy race talking about him sitting at home with his wife because his wife tested positive too, and saying, you know, we can't do anything. We can't even go buy our kids. We can't make them dinner. We can't make them breakfast. Nothing. We can't go anywhere near them. I don't care. Which is terrible. It's still terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do care that he's with his family. I, I don't well, care. Yeah. I don't care about him driving. Uh, number one, the, the, the setup they have going on here is the drivers don't see the crew. Right. They don't go near the cars. Right. Right. They show up at the track. They get dressed get in, like the car in their freaking and rental and car. And they, yeah. they walk to the, to the car. They get in and they help. They have one person help. Strap their in, helmet is their it. helmet and honestly i mean without going down a go uh, it we're not go going for without going hole. down a, a rabbit, rabbit hole. hole of of this trash if if you're scared of it stay home stay you know, exactly it, stay home if 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 he's positive for antibodies that means he's already had it and he's asymptomatic mm-hmm. and he's going to be walking to the car by himself Mm-hmm. Who freaking cares? If he feels good enough that he thinks he can run a three or what a, how many mile race? Which the whole four, time he said he felt race. fine. Yeah. Yeah, 400. 400 mile race. So if he thinks he could do it and he has no symptoms and nobody's going to be near him, who freaking cares? He's going to be breathing right. his own air in that car. Right. And then they're going to come with an eight foot pole with a microphone and try to talk to him afterwards. <laughs> right. Well, he's and, not going to win anyway. Well, he's not so. going to win anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Did y'all see the. the if he If he does. Speak. Where I'm gonna. If, I'm gonna scream does, it from the mountaintops. If, if he does, or from the depths of Plymouth. Yes, I will it, scream it on top of my house. It'd be a good story to show did, how you did can you win a race with the, the COVID. The setups that they had for the drivers uh, for cleaning the helmets, for sterilizing the helmets. Did you guys see that? So they have a tent set up. I thought the helmets were uh, driver only. Yeah, but they're still gonna sterilize. They it. were, but they were oh. taking these helmets and they were taking them in these little end zone machine or. Uh, Ozone? Ozone machine. So it's like my CPAP cleaner. Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Your vagina cleaner. The so clean, right? Like I would I would rather yeah, reference so I would rather reference Ozonics in hunting clothes than your CPAP, but but similar. They were putting <laughs> hey, their fat helmets. lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> they were putting the helmets in these Ozone machines and sterilizing them. Um and the only people that touched them were this particular person with gloves and blah 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 and she's clean and da 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 and they're putting them in their helmet bags and the drivers were we all saw the videos of the drivers walking out on a pit road yeah. with their equipment and stuff and uh like jay said there was that one person that was in their window with a mask on uh who also tested negative and blah 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 and nascar's taking the the proper precautions so like he said if if, if jimmy wants to go back racing let him race. Go back racing. Yeah, yeah let him race. Okay. Like, who who's, cares? Yeah, like, it doesn't geez. matter. And I'm not, if, like, and I don't think any of us here are callous to COVID 19, but. Um, All right, Jay's done. <laughs> but, uh, like, who cares? Keep them away from people wearing masks. Take all the proper, my, the proper precautions. 
my biggest thing was with Jimmy, and and we talked about it. Me and Dale, he was cleared. You know, cleared when he was cleared. But oh, right. You know, and I, I I had said what the the specific rule was for it. You know, minimum twenty four hours from the first test to the second test, you're cleared. But it's the same thing. Like everybody else has to go fourteen days. Yeah. Which okay, I get it. You know, it's a little different. Days, yeah, it, right. It's a little different. Whatever. Yeah, but who's? But I, my biggest thing is but who's okay, saying that? My I think thing is the states. I think yeah, the fourteen just, day, the fourteen days is a safety net. Yeah. They they don't guarantee that. They those, don't know. They don't guarantee those tests are one hundred percent accurate. Right. right. They, I, the I heard. Time. I heard. I think it was on door bumper clear that they mm-hmm. said that the first antibody test might have been a false positive and he mm-hmm. might have not even had it that first exactly time. Sure. months right. months right. ago none of the, none of this stuff is 100% which is why they have the two tests within so many my hours my biggest deal. thing is mm-hmm. from like i said before from what i was told his wife was the first one to come up positive right so okay so now jimmy comes up negative two times in a row with right. a minimum hours of 24 hours so okay that's great but is your wife no? Did she get tested again too? She didn't have any symptoms either. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, she came up positive first, which made Jimmy get a test again prior so, to a normal test. They said this came out because they knew that his wife his had wife it. Ch- Chand- well, yeah, yeah, that's it. what I mean. And she might have had like a like a head cold symptom or something, or a right. runny nose or something. But she got and tested positive he, for it. He found it. Because apparently, when you're going in the track, there's like a questionnaire, and it says, "Have yeah. you been around someone that might have had, had it?" He and said, he yep. was honest and said, "Yes." Why wouldn't you be? So honest? then they like double tested him. And you're you're they putting found people at risk found, if you don't. Well, the one who's putting at risk though, the one yeah. guy that's putting the window yeah, down. Yeah, geez, like how many people? How, like, he's, he's, it buying, he's by himself. How many people? It doesn't matter. How many people do you think are bullshitting? How many people? Well, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what's gonna be interesting though. What you know, all these states have different rules and stuff like that with. All the different states that NASCAR goes to, are any of those You're states right. going to say, You're totally hey, right. you know, he tested positive. We don't want him here. Kentucky right, is Right, right, right. Well, <laughs> Kentucky's obviously not. Tennessee isn't going to. Tennessee's and look, and, not. And, North Carolina's and, not. And think of all the officials, all these NASCAR officials and, and, and then the track workers and, you know, like... Like it's a hard thing to gauge. Like, like you have to, like, yeah, like everything's going off of trust. You know what's weird about and this? People stuff? suck, and people are full of shit. Yeah, absolutely, and are like it's it's nonsense. All of it's nonsense. You know what we're all missing here? He basically contracted it in Pennsylvania. Think oh, about it. here comes. No, no, seriously, because Pocono, Pocono was the last race Hit that button. before. Indy. But what about his wife? His wife got it before. I, that. I know. I'm just got saying. Got no. off and his, shit, and his wife wasn't. And his wife wasn't in Pennsylvania. That, is true. Yeah, that, that is was true. my argument. That and that was literally my was. argument. His wife was the one that got it. He hey shows up. Everybody's giving NASCAR. He shows shit. up positive. Everybody's giving NASCAR shit. Like with all, everything going on and da, da da da. But guess what? NASCAR is pushing through, and NASCAR is going right. for it. Right. Nobody else has the balls to do it except That's for NASCAR right. and UFC. That's right. So give NASCAR and, a hard and, and, time over all this nonsense and over all the yep. political and over all the legal well, stuff. But hey, who? WWE. Oh, That's who? not a real sport. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Gymnastics? Well, now that we're on that subject, oh, why don't we give a shout out <laughs> to our boys at to our boys whatever at wrestling and whatever Johnny Glow. They have a great podcast. If you like, uh, if you like to listen to wrestling. They have a great podcast. Uh, 
give it a listen. Yeah, so give it a listen after you listen to this, and that's going to do it for Season 2, Episode 5. Bye.